Hi, everybody. Welcome to tonight's episode of Infinite Horizon. Um, so I'm just going to get us started by saying that tonight uh, we are all super low energy for good and obvious reasons. So do not expect the usual levels of boisterousness uh, as I don't expect nor do I require anybody to be able to muster those right now. Um, so tonight we are going to be raising funds for the bail project. Uh, we are going to be doing that with all of our streams this week. Um, and we, but we can start right now. And as you may have noticed, as a, uh, we have a special overlay for tonight that is different from our usual stuff. And this should tell you a bunch of the, uh, a bunch of the info that you need uh, just right down here below me. Um, and so all of our commands and timers with Nightbot are disabled tonight, except for the ones labeled below in the infographic down there. And those uh, will provide you links to things to, to our donate. We'll provide you with a donation link um, up over here. We have uh, the donation bar where you can kind of keep an eye on that stuff. So, on um, how that is progressing. Um, important things to note. Uh, Henry, do you want to take this with the uh, the bail project stuff and get us all? Yeah, absolutely. So there's uh, right now to support equality and the protests and everything, there's a lot of good ways to uh, donate your money. We picked the bail project partially because it's supported by Tiltify, which is a, a platform that's integrated with live streaming that you can run a fundraising campaign. And also because uh, with the protests going on, a lot of people are getting arrested and bail funds are one of the best things to donate to right now. There's a lot of them out there. I encourage you to do your own research. We picked this one. Bail uh, disproportionately fucks over poor people the way it works now and disproportionately targets people of color. And the bail project, not only do they have a, f a rotating fund to, to get people out and back with their lives because um, if you're already low income, then being in jail is kind of starts a downward spiral. Um, but they also are working towards a different like community support system rather than cash bail. So we think that it's a worthwhile cause, especially at this time. There's a lot of other things. If anybody wants to throw links, there's like local bail funds. There's, is it the North Star Health Collective? That's maybe specifically Twin Cities, but that's about Minneapolis, educating- yeah. Minneapolis, about educating people about being like medics and stuff. Um, They've been doing a lot of field work mm -hmm. during the protests here in Minneapolis too, so that's pretty cool. Right. Yeah. I think that the, I, I think the ACLU is almost always a good place to donate to. Um, anybody have any other? I know they're mounting specifically a lot of. They're starting to sue different different police departments. Yes. Hell yeah. That. So mm -hmm. that's a really great cause. I would also really recommend that you look into your local bail fund because I know in my city we have a local one started now. Uh, if anybody cares, I'll tweet that out later. So I can also put the link in the chat at some point tonight, maybe during break. Um, but I would recommend submitting, uh, su supporting your local bail fund because that's your community. Mm -hmm. I will say, I talked about this. If you were at my stream last night, you would know that I'm very passionate about the independent uh, journalism and media, specifically in your area would be great to support, but anywhere, um, finding people who are on the ground and not um, uh, selling their content to kind of more mainstream TV, TV media um, so that, uh, especially the live streams, because then you're getting completely unedited um, 
footage of what's happening there and also you get to hear words from the people in the communities about what everything means to them and what's really been going on so highly recommend especially there are a lot of nonprofit ones um and people who survive solely on donations so that's one i think is very important mm-hmm. um furthermore uh what uh, another thing is that to, to note is that rule of lore uh we will be matching donations up to 350 dollars um so that is pretty much our goal right now um the the uh donation goal goes up to 500 um we're gonna we're gonna try really hard for that and hopefully we will get there maybe more that would be great um but also um we'll support we we would be happy to have any help in this case if you can't support right now or if you oh i know there's a lot of charity streams and events and fundraisers and donations of many kinds that have taxed quite a few people already for like what they can do and i will say that it is enough that you are still here and in support uh of this cause it's that is if that's what you can do right now that's what you can do we had this conversation earlier today and we've seriously considered not streaming today and that I'm not even entirely sure we've still, I'm still not entirely sure we've done the right thing. But what, what I do know is that we can't, I personally can't do much to help. And this is the one thing that I know that I can do. And the alternative was to sit feeling helpless all night, helping nobody. Um, so at the very least, <laughs> we can Utilizing try this. the platform. Yeah, such as it is. <laughs> Um, really quick, adding on to Lucas, what Lucas said, there are lots of free ways too. If you are kind of strapped in, I've already donated. Um, look on uh, social media for petitions to sign. Um, try to educate people around you if you can. Uh, specifically, petitions are what I've been doing, and especially contacting your local officials and your city about you know issues that you've seen with police, sending them proof and not letting them get away with what they're saying. Um, all of those things are, are really helpful too. Um, so it's not just about, although we would really appreciate you know money going to these great causes, um, it's, it's also what you can do in your own community. So don't, don't underestimate the power that you have. Yeah. Um, all right. <laughs> all that said, <laughs> Way to start. Welcome, everybody. Thank you for being here. I know it's not easy, especially now, to uh, feel like you can participate in anything other than the events that are going on. And so you're being here and supporting not only uh, not only Rule of Lore, but much more importantly, the uh, this this cause because this is a big deal. And uh, everybody's got to do something. So um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think so right now. Um, So let us get started with tonight's episode of Infinite Horizon. Some will say this is the end. We're surrounded, but we won't give in. Who will save us? Who will save us? Sometimes. 
Okay, we're back. <laughs> Hopefully everybody's in the right spots now. Uh, thanks for that catch, Heart of Penprints. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, we had we had a small spout of technical difficulties with people disconnecting, like right, like we were already live and at the start screen, people disconnected and things got jostled around. So thanks for that catch. <laughs> um, also, I saw Popcorn Lizard donated five dollars via Tiltify. Thank you so much. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. All right. Oh, yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna move away from taking a look at the uh, at the chat for a bit. And we're going to get started. So, previously on Infinite Horizon, uh, the group made their way to a, to a planet in the border worlds known as Derilia, Derilia 3 specifically, um, where they were in search of a professor who knew something about the artifacts that Silverbreak has been looking into for unknown reasons. Artifacts that... Um, their very own doctor, Abriel, has found connections between those artifacts and the crew themselves and their abilities. Um, what those connections are, however, are still unknown. Upon meeting the professor, he explained to them that uh, he was in the process of procuring one of these artifacts for study and that it was in the possession of a uh, pirate crew that he was purchasing it from. Uh, and that they he needed the crew to help him uh, as backup for the exchange. However, when they arrived, uh, they found not a pirate crew, but a solitary pirate captain, a Keldro by the name of Captain Desiree, who um, informed them that her possession of this artifact may have been slightly exaggerated, uh, <laughs> and that... She was in a position where um, the crew, her own crew, had mutinied, marooned her on this planet, and absconded with the artifact. Um, after a little bit of uh, deliberating, they decided the best course of action to uh, track down Captain Desiree's crew, and uh, deciding to work together for mutual ends, um, and set off in search of Captain Desiree's crew's hideout um upon finding it a a uh, old abandoned space station out in the boonies um they uh searched the place finding it to be um well finding it to be largely abandoned except for a small part portion of captain desiree's crew uh they discovered a message from the uh, captain desiree's quartermaster um that in, told the crew who had remained at the station, uh, informed them of the location of a handoff, the, a potential uh, uh, deal for the artifact, and that they should get there as soon as possible, including coordinates. However, at that exact moment, Captain Desiree's crew that were there on the station arrived, revealing that they were in fact warped, the same mindless uh, bestial beings that had been in, encountered by the crew of Awakener on their first planet fall. Um, and after a quick bout with the, with the warped on the station uh, and a terrifying escape from the station, the crew um, had a little bit of explaining to do with Captain Desiree as to their uh, 
strange abilities and just the general strangeness of their whole everything. Um, <laughs> and I believe that is pretty much where we left off. Did I miss anything? No, but I want you to look at Tiltify right now before I we just, start. I <laughs> just tabbed over. Holy crap. Celtic Frost Mage donated $20. Thank you so much. Uh, and Jolly wow. Old Obnixilus, $65. <sighs> wow. This is off to a wow. good start. We're getting places. Strong start. Thank you guys. Wow. Thank wow. You guys so much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Um, Remember, we'll, we'll match you dollar for dollar up to three fifty. Yeah. So. so we're so thank you so we're much. getting places everybody holy crap <sighs> okay <laughs> remember that conversation where we had where we're like oh we probably won't actually make anything until the charity stream so <laughs> Ooh, here we are thank you guys thank you we're just wrong. all right so that i believe is where we left off so we will pick up right now after exposition dump to Captain Desiree. Do you can tell me right now uh, what exactly, because I know Lily knows, but tell me what you, what you all tell Desiree. And just as a note, Peach is not present during this conversation. Yes. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not, where am I at this point? You're, you're somewhere. You're, we'll get to that. We can, we'll get to that. But, yeah. You, yeah. What do you say, guys? <laughs> I would, I would, <laughs> God, I would, I would basically say that we got super, <laughs> super powers from experiments from Silver Break and not go into too much detail beyond that and like make it clear that we are fugitives and the, the, the stories about why we're wanted are wrong, but the fact that we're wanted is absolutely true. Vina elbows Olam again to tell us to gain us favor with a criminal. <laughs> oh shit yeah seem seem cagey or something oh yeah i say well we did do some very serious crimes uh also as well very it's like yeah okay high, high crimes yes high crimes <laughs> right Venus is Venus actually committed crimes i think technically <laughs> is one of the only people in the crew <laughs> and even then they were not <laughs> not much <laughs> All right. Yeah, I think brief lowdown. I think Bina starts to get just to start rambling at a few points, and then it's like, wait, I've been told to reel it in, <laughs> and then we'll like veer back and maybe repeat a couple of things until she finds. Better. <laughs> and also wants to ask the deal with Alma because uh, she can talk to ships. Is that correct? Uh huh. That her superpower or just something? We're still else? working on it. We don't know. Yeah. Right. Seems cool. like it. <laughs> <laughs> that sure so. appears to be the case. <laughs> Anyone else on, on your crew have powers? Uh, the cabin boy, the doctor? Remains to be seen, I guess. I mean, from experience, can change at any point in time. So. Right, good to know. Uh, oh, the, the one who shot, about shot uh, Are with you with us. That? Are we calling him that now? No. <laughs> I don't think so. Just checking. So yeah, abridged, basically. Okay. Abridged version. Let's Understand <laughs> enough to work with us, but maybe not into specifics. All right. Um, fair enough. So while that is happening, you're getting the uh, 
the basics of their whole deal. Um, previously, Peach had opted to stay with the ship, given at the mention of pirates, Peach had opted to stay at the, with the ship that, so that at least one of them was like with, with Jade and Alma and uh, Abriel since, since Patch and, and Abriel were uh, occupied, Abriel with being s- confined and Patch with confining her. Um, <laughs> it was Peach figured it'd be a good, a good opportunity to go back to the ship. So um, during a bunch of these events, um, we'll sort of, we'll sort of backpedal a little bit. We'll, we'll jump back a little bit. So during the, the, the crew's absence, um, you would be uh, like when they're going to meet the, uh, when basically we're jumping back to when, when the rest of the crew, except for Peach had gone to meet Desiree. Um, so Peach, basically at this point, uh, you are making your way back to Awakener, walking up the ramp, um, and hearing sort of raised voices <laughs> um, coming from the direction of the of the med bay. Uh huh. Um, and as you step over in that direction, you can you can see uh, you're actually surprised to see Alma sort of like supporting herself against one of the bulkheads in the uh, in the corridor leading to the bridge um, with. Abriel, just sort of like a distraught-looking Abriel, standing inside the med bay with Patch, like trying, attempting to shout around Patch, who is blocking her from reaching the, the doorway. As she's just saying, "I'm look, I'm just saying, you need to rest." And you hear Alma saying, "I am fine, and I just need to be doing something." And Patch says, "I must insist you remain inside the med bay while while the others are away." Abriel says, yeah, I heard you the first time. And she, um, <laughs> I'm going to just stick my head in um, as I walk past um, and just say, is, you, guys, you guys are sounding a little rowdy. Is, any, is, is everybody okay in here? Uh, Alma turns uh, and looks at you and just sort of smiles. She says, I'm fine. Um the doctor was just telling, was just trying to uh, inform me as to the merits of uh, well-regulated sleep and rest. Well, she may have a, a little bit of a point there. Oh, when's the last time you got some rest, Alma? Um. Well, the last time was maybe about an hour ago, but. I've been sleeping for at least two months and possibly more than that, so. How do you, how do you feel right now, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, restless, anxious to be doing something. Um, otherwise, I mean, I have a little bit of a headache, but otherwise I'm okay. Doctor, is she medically okay to walk around? <laughs> Abriel just looks at you and just says, I guess. Alma, why don't I come with you? And that way, if, if you get, you know, instead of your, if you need to take a rest, I can take over. I can help you with what you're doing. Do you have something in mind? Or are you just... Cleaning the whole ship, because I can help that, too. 
she uh she just sort of uh laughs and just looks over towards the towards the cockpit and looks back says i'd like to maybe make my way up there good we need someone at the at the helm i uh was gonna sit there and kind of pretend to press some buttons but um, I feel like every time Bina explains it to me, I remember when she's explaining it, and then as soon as she goes away, I forget everything that she told me, so. Yeah. Um, um, I can maybe try to explain a little bit of that to you. Okay. Uh, as you, the two of you start walking down the corridor, Abriel just calls, yeah, great, and if you need any medical assistance, uh, you know where to find me. I'm gonna wink at Abriel's. She just gives. She like. She doesn't see it because she's shoot too busy shooting a dirty look at Patch, uh, who says, "Please, step away from from the entrance." And she says, "I'm going. I'm going." And she turns around, <laughs> goes back in. Good work, guys. Uh, <laughs> As I walk. Alma just sort of turns to you and says, Whew, thanks." Glad you're committed to taking care of the crew. <laughs> You hear a muffled response as the door closes just before she can say anything. Um, That's what I was figuring. Alma says, "Thanks. I, um, I know I need to rest, but at some point I'm gonna have to start walking around. I mean, who knows how much uh, atrophy, muscle atrophy, I've already had just from being in stasis. So, no, I." I get it. I mean, you already lost some some time. I, I get the, get what that feels like. Totally normal to want to walk around and claim a little bit of a little bit of that back. Yeah. <laughs> and um, well, I guess I've technically never been on the bridge before, so. Well, welcome. I'll show you around. Thanks. Uh, and she kind of follows you into the uh, into the cockpit settles herself down um in the in in the pilot seat and just sort of starts uh kind of runs her hand over some of the consoles um she looks up at you and she says it's uh it's different this way than uh you know projecting myself into this room yeah better a little bit she sort of um, looks over in the direction of one of the consoles and then frowns for a moment and then looks up at you and then says, right. She reaches over with her hand and uh, toggles a, a switch and you can see a couple of the displays just sort of um, pop up. And I guess it's probably a little bit more work now. Maybe. I mean, it's weird because, I mean, I can still feel the ship. I can feel the sensors, but I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe it'll just take a little bit getting used to doing it this way. The rest of the stuff. Yeah. I mean. And you, I mean, you just woke up. I mean, who knows what? You might be able to do it all. I don't know with your mind at some point. We don't know. Yeah. Maybe. How about the smell? It smells different, right? Oh, yeah. I guess I didn't notice. It's hard to have a sense of smell as a hard light projection, but uh, didn't really think about it, 
I guess. She just sort of shakes her head and looks up at you and says, I forgot about... S about smell. Hmm. What... What else did I forget? What else don't I know about... Me, about... The, about the galaxy, what... This is probably, <laughs> this is probably in the vein of the things that Abriel would want me to uh, not be focusing on right now. <laughs> not exactly restful thought. Um, not to go against doctor's orders or anything, but what is the last thing that you remember, if you don't mind me asking? I remember waking up. Not, not from the stasis, I mean... When Bina woke me up. And then before that, I have vague recollections of trying to stop the, the emergency on the Silver Break ship, saving the four of you. Mm. Badass. I was trying to save everybody. Well... I'm happy with what you did. <laughs> what you were able to do. You know, um, this is just a suggestion and you can think it over. Um, but I wonder if your memories are still there somewhere and if I might be able to coax them out maybe in a dream of some kind. It might be a little, um, I don't know, we should really consult Abriel because I don't want it to bring up anything traumatic if maybe your mind's protecting you from things, but just something that you could you could consider. I mean, just something to think about. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I'm, I, I know I'm not ready to, to do anything like that now, but thanks. Yeah, whenever you're ready, if you're, if you're ready. Well, um, I think I'm going to sit in here for a little while and maybe familiarize myself with the, uh, with the bridge this way. All right. Well, if you do want some, some more funky smells, we have a kitchen ready. Um, I've been watching Dina cook, so I think I could probably make something pretty weird. Um, so if you need anything, come find me. I'll probably be, um, cleaning the entire ship and trying not to think about pirates too much. Right. Wait, pirates? Uh, and that's where we'll go ahead and cut to. <laughs> um, we'll go ahead and cut uh, a little ways ahead um, during the actual... Uh, actually, we can we can have a scene that we, that we didn't have last time, which is everybody coming back with Desiree. Um, Peach, as you... Uh, you come up a little bit late ha hearing voices from uh, from hearing the familiar voices of, of the rest of your crew uh, from the the direction of the hold. You, you make your way up as uh, Bina has already like left. You can actually see the retreating form of Bina of Bina's back as she makes her way towards the cockpit. As you look back towards um, towards where Olam and Mason and uh, a Keldra woman that you've never seen. And actually, Lily, would you mind describing yourself for us again? 
Sure, yeah, she's uh, pretty tall and muscular. Um, she has uh, golden hair, uh, like the Sovereign. I said like the Sovereign last time from mm -hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, her striations are gold. Um, and she has, uh, Lucas, this was back when I saw the ship for the first time, right? Yeah, this was this is when you're like when you just came on board for the first time. Cool. So she's wearing outrageous pirate clothing, tricorn hat, outrageous pirate coat, uh, and one leg uh, from the knee down looks like a cybernetic peg leg. Cool. So that's and she, oh, go ahead. Uh, basically in like looking at the ship, clearly in awe of it. Yeah, this is the scene that greets you as you make your way up from uh, from inside Awakener. Huh. And I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm telling off Jade right now, right? Probably, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's like showing off a gun, and I'm, I'm making fun of him a little bit. Yeah. He's... Hey guys, I made some food while you're gone. Oh, we, you guys made a, made a new friend. I see. Hello. <laughs> Hi. I, I assume my reputation precedes me. <laughs> Do I recognize her, Lucas? I'm going to go ahead and say probably not. <laughs> oh <my gosh>. Absolutely <laughs> not. Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm sure I've probably heard of you. Right. It's a very, uh, it's a very unconvincing statement. <laughs> Jaw your memory, and she does a pretty dramatic uh, bow with her, with her coat. Captain Desiree, the Dancing Blade, Siren of the Astral Sea. Uh, pleasure to make your acquaintance. Nice to meet you. I'm going to kind of turn to the rest of the crew at this point. Um, Jade is, so... and Jade is, as you as you turn, Jade is walking past you, uh, looking like still looking kind of flushed and, with embarrassment as he like gives you a look that's like just kind of like a. And then just keeps walking back towards the engine room. <laughs> Jane was just getting like bullied. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> uh, um, okay, kind of taking in the the the, pers the new person who is clearly dressed like a pirate, having just heard about pirates. I'm gonna just turn back to everybody else. Um, so, as the art, did we find any artifact or? Any story about the artifact? I'm sure your crew will have a good time telling you all about that. I'm going to find the alcohol. <laughs> all right. I, I turn and, and explain what is about to happen. So, so we you... will fast forward a little bit more. Um, uh, at this point, I think I'm pretty sure we can we can fast forward back up to current current times. Um, as uh, you are all of gathered finishing up your um full explanations during peach about the point when when everybody came back you uh you got you hurt you started making your way back to where they are um hearing uh kind of arriving in the middle of the exposition dump essentially and uh yeah so that'll bring us right up to current where we are right now um so as as peach walks in desiree looks over to her and goes so what's your superpower Oh, so we, uh, we, uh, explained ourselves. She saw. I don't really know how to proceed with this business relationship if we didn't exposit a little bit. That's, that's okay. Um, I'm sure you guys had a reason. Uh, well, I like 
to think that my superpower is being really friendly to all people. Um, and if it needs to come up, it'll come up. Right. Also, I'm sure you can pretty easily. All right. Maybe you can give me a demonstration later of being friendly. This one's pretty fun. One of our, one of our uh, fun stowaways. We've had a couple. Yeah, we keep collecting friends. That's kind of the MO here. Oh. I'm, I'm Peach, by the way. Right, good to get a name. So not to like break up fun times, they're all warped on the station and we have to go. Oh, <laughs> how, how, we don't know how they got there artifact we, is they had the artifact and then they got off on a shuttle very troubling a very troubling developments and the place that we're going to go find them is heavily populated it's a, a jungle a hive of scum and villainy <laughs> okay um we Okay, uh, how far away are we from, from there? I think I know it's eight hours. hours. Yeah, it's about eight hours. Yeah. Okay. Would we have time for? No, I was I was trying to think if we could. I never. I was like, maybe we can get wired to some sort of cool hacking stuff so that we don't immediately get recognized. <laughs> but how many more of those masks can you make all them in? And can you make? Can you make like? One. In eight hours. In eight hours? Oh. Those, like, buzzy facial obfuscation yeah. fields can I make in eight hours? Given that you already have made a prototype... I um, have four arms. Can I help? Yeah. I'm gonna say... I'm really stubborn. Can I help? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. If I say no, will it make yeah. a difference? <laughs> uh, I cannot help because she does not know what subtlety means. <laughs> Yeah, I can tell. Um, yeah, I bet you could probably make. Um, you could probably get at least another, at least one made, in that time. Can we make? Can we make the hat shadow for <laughs> for Mason? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah, it's just a partial one. Yeah, I wanna. I'm like, yeah, let's. Yeah, I'll, 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 I'll get to it, uh, but. I, I guess, to be honest, I'm not sure if all of us having this will draw attention away from us or uh, towards That's us. Fair. Are but, they, are they like reprogrammable? Like, could we have them do different things at a later date? Let me. GM? Uh, oh, <laughs> let probably. Me and see. Yeah. Probably. Cool. I mean, I did pick up some like disguise materials when we last resupplied, so I could mm -hmm. probably, if we have eight hours, I could probably do some basic disguise on folks. I don't know if anybody's better at makeup than I am. My experience is mostly just putting it on myself before going places, but um, I'm sure I could figure out something if we have eight hours. Figure I have out. no useful skills here. Always have useful skills, Bina. Thanks. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, crafting montage. <laughs> I'm gonna just keep a good eye on the new on the new edition. Mm -hmm. <laughs> she is drinking. Cool. 
she she picked up a bottle of rum on the ship and she finished about half of it during the exposition so she's working on the rest of it yeah <laughs> also the ship is a little cleaner than last time peach is definitely cleaned because she doesn't know what else to do <laughs> can't sit still <laughs> it's very very neat in here wow definitely the nicest it's been since we've had it Thanks. Uh, Alma was sitting there and she was talking about how restless she was and then it made me feel really restless so then I cleaned like a good half of the ship. Um, I feel that. I once completely disassembled and reassembled my bike because I just didn't want to sit still. Yeah, it was kind of that situation. Um, got a little, well, I got a little antsy while you guys were gone, that's not <laughs> why. Sure, I could find something to occupy your time. Desiree, you shout from the other side of the room. <laughs> I appreciate your persistence. Jade, who's like nearby, turns and goes, you, you do? Wait, who said that? Jade. Jade. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, 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 I do think it's a little funny. And... That's all I'm gonna say about the matter, Jade. Why, do you need girl advice? Can I help you? What? No, I don't, I, why would you, I mean, I, I have to what go fix, and he just like, what, is he blushing? Yeah, <laughs> yes, beat red, like he is just, he is gone, he's, he's. What have I just been bowled over with? <laughs> <laughs> well, Mason dusts his hat off. Yeah, I'm sorry, I was a little restless while you guys were gone. No, actually, that just gave me a good idea. I need to clean my bunk and look over some notes. Is there a washer dryer on this ship? <laughs> Equivalent of yeah, probably. sure, yeah. You're just there's a just a clothesline hanging in the vacuum and all the, out in space and all the <laughs> particles just, just trailing, out. just trailing yeah. laundry in space. We have two. We, it's like <laughs> that's that how Silver like, found us the first time. Oh, of course. <laughs> just leaving I, socks I, behind. I recognize this sock. No wonder I can find my other matching socks it's in space. Silver <laughs> literally in the void. <laughs> that's like something out of Futurama. I swear. <laughs> I don't need a clothespin. <laughs> you think that all of these, like. To do, yeah, probably. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> well, Mason really does leave. He's gonna go organize his his bunk and and look over some notes. Uh. <laughs> okay. Um. All right. Um. What are the rest of you doing during your uh your trip? Uh, I, I will try to make another one of those the face hiding fields if I can. Well, okay. I will assist. Oh, Jesus! Sorry, everything got really bright all of a sudden. Uh, <laughs> everything's fine. You're being interrogated by your own. <laughs> yeah, my own computer's just like, where were you on the? Um... <laughs> it's Mason. Here. He's in there. I was right here, man. <laughs> Where's Rachel? <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, uh, okay. So this is gonna be a check. Uh, this is gonna be an, an intelligence roll. The difficulty of which is going to be four. Um, I'm not entirely sure you're going to need to roll for this one. Because I've got two two power shifts. Yeah, and you've got an yeah, and then you've got an asset from Bina me. and an asset from it existing. So from your having a, an existing prototype. So I don't actually think you need to roll for this one. I do it. That's my favorite. <laughs> that's my favorite type but of roll. You can if you want to. I do want to okay. because I could get a 20, but I hope I don't get a 1. Yeah. 
uh, seventeen. Okay. So, so well, yeah, you're you're able in the in the course of this this eight hours with Bina's help, um, to sort of to mod- modify your design to fit uh, another crew member's aesthetic. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you're able to. Is was the uh, was it the mason hat? Is that what you're working on? Is that what you were working on? Uh, yeah, sh- sure. I, I, oh. If if is that you want that Mason? You want a okay. hat that casts that mean, like a? That means that what happens is Mason before he leaves to his room, he dusts his hat. Like, all right, well, do your thing, and throws my throws the fedora <laughs> to you, oh. and just walks away. <laughs> I ca- I try to catch it in a cool way, and I like juggle it. Yeah, yeah. As as I do this, okay, this is this is kind of another step, and we don't have to address. I want to like modify all of them to be less of like a blurry cloud of TV static, mm-hmm. and look more like like just like obscure details of a face like if somebody mm-hmm. looked at you from far away it would just kind of look like like they wouldn't be able to make out your face that's the idea i'm yeah. trying to get at here as i tinker with these okay yeah that sounds good that's easy enough to do make you look less specific mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly literally that yeah yeah I, I need to make a new acronym for what this device is called it's the, called the less specific facial feature in something something uh, yeah <laughs> we'll get there yeah um all right, yeah. You by the end of this, by the end of the uh, the eight hour uh, travel, you are able to put together, uh, modify Mason's hat with a sort of a, a permanent projector uh, that can be toggled on and off. Holographic shadow. Yep. <laughs> Love it. That's perfect. It's all about so, aesthetic here. Okay. I'm so delighted by this. <laughs> yep. Uh, all right. Anybody else have specific things that they want to accomplish during this? Uh... That's all my time probably spent helping, right? If I'm if I'm giving the asset. Um, not necessarily. No, I mean, given that you're just m- most of Olam's eight hours will be taken up by that. But you mm-hmm. can, as since you're sort of mostly assisting, you can sort of dip in and out. So I probably can only help with the physical aspects, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> At some point, uh. And other than just being a general nuisance, uh, Desiree will eventually uh, describe what Lash looks like to everyone, because I'm assuming that, from what we heard, the message was from Lash, and so assumedly Lash is the person that we're looking for. Um, slash, if Lash is there, Desiree wants to know. Mm-hmm. Still looking for a racketed woman. Uh, and I don't know if there are other specifics. Maybe she has, like, a very obvious uh jacket with like a bunch of buttons down the center Rectids, because we have an aesthetic on the ship. Rectids also are f- like across the board they ha- they they modify themselves cybernetically so there that's a thing <laughs> that also and There's a specific cybernetic that you think she should have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Unique. let's uh let's say she's got a um sort of to match my uh iPad she's got an eye that um is uh has that what is that called where it can like zoom in and zoom out that cool, like the aperture yeah that thing oh cool and it's yeah, got, yeah, like, yeah 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 red light mm-hmm. so it looks really intimidating awesome it's cool i'll take this one moment, of her multiple eyes take this moment also <laughs> to, to thank you for that donation sylvia thirty dollars oh, thank you thank so much you. oh my gosh thank yeah. you thank you and thank you uh thank you uh danger dog for the bits thank you yes thank you awesome um, thank you everybody all right so um yeah, with just sort of descriptions and things like that, uh, sort of distributed. Um, any, was there? Sorry, just before I move on, is there anything else? Can I ask? Can can I get a lore 
answer about what like do we know what ractids oh, are because henry doesn't know what that is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay so ractids are are a anthropomorphic uh, arachnid species um they uh as i said are they frequently in fact it's it's almost almost never are they seen without cybernetic enhancements of some kind um it's sort of become kind of a cultural staple for them um they a little bit of the history behind rectids is that they are actually from uh they are from near one of the regions of dark space within the border worlds um and some time ago like long before before humans arrived in this galaxy um rectids were they threatened uh, a lot of like the uh, the Ractid Armada threatened a lot of known space, and they were they were sort of sw- like swarming over space and probably would be largely in control of things today, more or less, uh, if not for the fact that they had one particularly important. Um, maneuver that went badly as they tried to cut through dark space. Um, the remainder of the armada emerged um, significantly depleted, um, not entirely unprepared for any combat to take place on the other side. Upon reaching the other side, they promptly the remainder of the armada promptly surrendered to the forces arrayed there against them, uh, and. Uh, Later, several of them, most of them refused to talk about what had happened. Um, several of them cite, um, cited, uh, well, they, they mentioned citing, uh, sightings of creatures within within the, uh, vicious creatures within the, the regions of dark space. Can I talk space. about dark space? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Essentially, there are, there, are, there are patches of dark space throughout the, throughout the galaxy where just the distance between stars is so vast that it is uh, impossible to see yeah, it's just completely pitch black. It's just empty space. Well, not empty. This... There's matter, but no light. Yeah, I can't wait to get this map out to you guys. We started adding in this dark space, and I was like, this is actually kind of chilling mm-hmm. to look at. It. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's inside the galaxy. Is it the same yeah. kind of space that's between galaxies? Um, Do we, or I guess, there, I don't know if, if, if that matters contextually. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much just like space devoid of starlight, essentially. Right. Like, Ooh, spoopy. Very spoopy. <laughs> There's only, I think, like one and a half in the current known sector of space. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a lot of them in some other ones, but this yeah. specifically ones that we would encounter, there's only one or two. Um, in terms of temperament, Rectids tend to not exactly be team players. Uh, the one exception no, in like, that is known to history uh, is the Armada that nearly destroyed everything. Um, they are not known to be team players. They are prone to... to uh, being loners, and those who are not are frequently, um, well, there are multiple expressions across various cultures about putting your trust in ractids. Uh, let's just put it, let's just put it that way. Um, that's, of course, not a, a comprehensive, uh, take on them, but at least as far as most of the rest, most of the rest of the galaxy's dealings with them, uh, it's pretty accurate. Keep an eye out for Lordox eventually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and when describing her, Desiree seems pretty like she seemed pretty convinced that um, 
you know, or she tries to hide it, but she seems like she's really actually legitimately hurt by this betrayal. Like she had actually maybe seen, like Vina would probably get this, she had maybe seen sort of a kindred spirit in Lash and like is not taking this well, but is clearly not, she's trying to hide it, but she's not very good at hiding it. Not coping well. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, uh, unless there's anything else. Gina probably spends a lot of time on the bridge. Okay. Do we have time for rests here? Yeah, I would say so. There, there'd be time. Um, Olam might be pushing it, but, like, at least for the purposes of, like, recovery and stuff like that, yes, is the answer. Um... <clears throat> Okay, so the location that you're heading towards is, um, as I said last time, it is a planet that has no name, or rather it has many names depending on who you ask. Um, But the location, the specific location on that planet that you are going to is a, uh, a valley on one of the kind of dead center in the middle of one of the continents, one of the larger continents. Um, that ha- that started out as sort of a small pirate hideout um, that grew over time and became a sort of slapdash pirate metropolis um, known as Marauder's Landing. Um, it is a hotbed for criminal activity and criminal inactivity. Uh, <laughs> they It's uh, a haven and a base of operations it is uh, one of the few neutral uh neutral settlements um, within the border worlds that is neutral ground that is observed by all of the various factions in the border worlds um there are rumors that it is a play that the peace the neutrality and the peace there is enforced by a shadow organization, but nobody seems to be able to say who. Um, but does yeah. does Desiree know about this place? Oh, like, absolutely. You, okay, so so I'm so we're gaining if we don't know this knowledge, we're gaining it from mm-hmm. her probably. I'm I ask if regulators are welcome, are unwelcome there, or if they just aren't allowed to do like if they're tolerated but can't like enforce anything. They are. They are tolerated as long... Yeah, they, they have no jurisdiction, and they actually seem to... Res- to the, the organization as a whole actually does seem to respect that. Um, but it's also generally not a good idea for them to walk around in uniform <laughs> if they're there. Sense. So, yeah. Although that's not so much an ordinance as much as it is a uh, just a, a good practice for them. Understood. Yeah, it's just good practice for them. <laughs> Um, yeah, if I remember, you said I'd been here before, but I hadn't been to the specific warehouse right, where specific, Lash said to go. Exactly. Yeah. Did um, we? Sorry, did we get a name for this place? Which place? Where we're going? The not the not like the whole, the whole planet planet system thing. Is there a title to it? No. <laughs> okay. It's uh, called many different things. It's called many different things by many okay. different people, uh, but the specific city that you're going to is Marauder, Marauder's Landing. Okay. Perfect. I think that's why he probably just calls it the jungle. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, pr- actually, oh, yeah. it's probably pretty common amongst uh, amongst in mixed company for pirates and smugglers to refer to it as the jungle. 
Um, that's probably a pretty common thing. Um, the planet is literally mostly jungle, right? Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah, good. a lot of it is a lot of it is jungle. At uh, right. At the very least, one, the largest continent on it, where where Marauders Landing is located, is mostly jungle and wild coastlines. Um. So. Oh. Um, the you, you uh, <laughs> as you're making your way in, uh, having dropped out of FTL in uh, at the edge of the system, making your way in towards the towards the planet, you can see. Um, numerous ships in orbit around the planet, just sort of. They cool. They look cool. Oh yeah, there's 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 quite a few. There's also quite a few that Bina looks at as like, really, you're flying that. Um, <laughs> Good luck, buddy. <laughs> uh, there's there's quite a few of those as well. Um, but for the most part, actually, interestingly, uh, there's a few of them that as Awakener goes on to approach vector um a few of them are sort of in your path and they as 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 awakener approaches them they start scattering actually they like it's and consulting with with desiree and possibly even mason you would learn that there's pretty much an unspoken stay in your lane agreement amongst everybody who comes to this place so you stay out of my way i stay out of yours kind of thing Oh, is it because we are we were we a bigger ship, or it seemed like we were more outfitted than the ones that moved away from us? No, nope, like, just mostly no? like a like a making space. Yeah, making space. Like we don't want any oh. trouble. Got it. And like that kind of thing. Do I see the siren? <laughs> Do I see my child? You don't. Just at a quick glance, <gasps> looking around, you don't you don't see. Granted, uh, the ships that are that tend to orbit are usually the ones too large to land, or the ones not designed to make planetfall. Gotcha. Um, so, yeah. But that said. No, you don't see, you do not see uh, the siren amongst them. Um, you begin to, tat- to to break atmosphere as you hear uh, the comms crackling and you hear, you hear, what do you want? I look at Desiree. <laughs> Captain Desiree, here to have some fun. Yeah, okay. Sending you some coordinates to some land- to landing site. You a cop? <laughs> Thank so- you. <laughs> no. You sure you're not? Are you sure? All cops are bastards. All right, I'll send you the coordinates. Uh, and the, the the communication cuts out. Um, and Bina looks at Desiree. Did I do right? I I think so. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Alma glances over and she says, "Charming place." Uh, as keen on security here, apparently. Um, at this point, uh, Awakener, you following the uh, the coordinates. Um, that pop it up on your screen. Um, you make your way towards basically an area. Looking below you, as you as you pass up over the over some trees, you start to get. You finally get a visual of the metropolis. Uh oh, what uh, just happened? Sorry. Uh, look at the tilt five, please. <laughs> oh god! Holy shit! Sorry. Uh, I saw it go up in the corner oh of my, my eye. Oh my god! Okay. Just Victoria just shit. donated two hundred dollars. Thank you. Uh, <gasps> Thank you. Wow. wow. Okay. Thank you so much. That's and that's three fifty. That's the match goal. There we goal. are. We'll match well, that. Well, we hit Holy our match crap. goal, and we're not oh. even at our break yet. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. 
Thank you. Uh oh, we might have Thank to you. keep pushing the goalposts. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay. I mean, that's a good Ooh. problem to have. Exactly. Thank yeah. You okay. so Absolutely. Much. Yes. I've seen other uh, other. Yeah. This is great. Thank you so much. Holy crap. Okay. Thanks. I don't know how. Okay. Ooh. I'm gonna refocus and process that. We're gonna process that by going back to the game. Uh. I'm gonna play an RPG. It's <laughs> <laughs> all crying by the end. Oh, okay. Being generous. <laughs> Holy oh, crap. Man. Oh okay, God. well, um, okay, uh, <laughs> oh, wait, I don't know if I can do this two days in a row, you guys, <laughs> oh, my heart's getting about. <laughs> All right, so, Awakener touches down, uh, or not quite, as you're, <laughs> I totally forgot my, you know there is no order called? here. Um, All right, you're starting to get a visual of the, of the city itself, and, City is an accurate term for it, surprisingly, given that this place started out as a small uh, pirate hideout that grew into a shantytown that is now just a sprawling uh, metropolis constructed largely of uh, wood and bits of metal that have been pulled together. And um, you can see pieces of old derelicts that have been that have been um, basically cannibalized and, and repurposed. Uh, far less, it reminds you actually kind of of Sulon a little bit, only far less uh, intentionally done. <laughs> um, a lot of the vessels here look like they probably had an unfortunate end on the surface of the planet prior to being incorporated into the city. But uh, looking at the, at the place, it spans probably easily about uh, 20 miles in every direction in this place. Um, it is a huge city. Uh, some of the some of the taller buildings going up even as far as um, maybe 20 stories. At, uh, so it is it is not a flat plain or a small shanty town as you might have expected from its from its name or location. Um, and it is in fact a fully realized uh, pirate metropolis. Um, Sounds like a cool band name. <laughs> Pirate Metropolis, I, yeah. I bet that exists in a world. It probably does, yeah. That J it's Jade's favorite band. He listens to a lot of engineering. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's probably it's probably whatever it's probably whatever this galaxy's equivalent of punk rock is. Mm -hmm. So, um, but looking below you as you make as you move in for approach, you can see b um, below where there are numerous docks that stand about um, about each one, each level. There are various levels, the highest of which are probably about um, 20 stories themselves off the surface uh, and varying layers where you can see all ships of all shapes and sizes um, from <laughs> some from as recently as, as the previous year's line. Some of them probably been around uh uh too long shall we say uh. as we pass some of them Beanie just goes oh someone needs to put you out of your misery <laughs> oh no is it <laughs> <laughs> you just feel every once in a while just a sort of a reassuring pat on your shoulder from alma who just kind of gives you a sympathetic look and goes back to uh to the approach vector um <laughs> you find your particular doc uh, is and when I say docks, I mean like literal docks. Like they look like like 
modern day like ship docks only they're just sort of much higher in the air and basically stacked on top of each other um you you pull into one that's just sort of on the far edge um and next to just this enormous clunky looking uh freighter easily like you could probably fit awakener inside of it five times over uh it is huge the shit i used to drive yeah yeah, somewhere in that in that range, absolutely. Um, Nostalgia. Yeah, you can see the varying the the various uh, rusty rusty plates on the outside that uh, signify the ship as one that doesn't make its way in for routine maintenance particularly often. But less nostalgia. <laughs> as you uh, you feel the the sort of shudder as the uh, the docking clamps engage. Um, you sort of glance over as Alma is just putting is just sort of running the uh, the shutdown on on Awakener's engines. She says, "All right, we are docked." She kind of glances over. She says, "Kind of getting the hang of this actually. This whole nice. physically manipulating switches and yeah, yeah." Um, she kind of glances out. She kind of looks sort of in awe out at the view of the metropolis out of the view screen. She says, I didn't expect it to look like this. Me either. <laughs> you don't want me to go with you, do you? Because, I mean... I mean, are you are you okay? To, do you want to? Uh... You don't have to. I'll I get back do to I, you on do that. I, do, I, do I get the... <laughs> I was going to say, if I feel hesitance, I'll be like, then you it's, can stay. <laughs> you're feeling a mix of, like, of like wistful anticipation and like this sort of excitement at finding at n new things, but mm. also just sort of a a trepidation and reluctance that is <laughs> bordering that... <laughs> on like on concern. Uh, <laughs> I think then midway through the, uh, I think we'll be like, we'll definitely need you for the next one. So yeah, we can. This might not be the best place for me to make my first. Uh, for a yeah out of the yeah. ship after everything yeah yeah i mean at any point if you're up for it you can do it but if you want to sit this one out i support that decision <laughs> i think i will monitor things from here yeah i mean you i you keep keep an eye keep an eye in the sky yeah she kind of glances out and looks at you and just says good luck God, we're gonna need it. And Bina gets up and <laughs> grabs her toolkit. I was <laughs> in the corner everyone. sharpening her cutlass with like a wet stone, just like looking at a reflection in it, like yeah, kill some pirates. Jade is I just Jade is just sitting there watching you, like. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right. I would have done people's makeup a little bit differently, uh, tried to disguise folks as much as possible, probably mostly with like, just making people's features look different, especially in parts that would like, come up on cameras. Like I probably would have pulled up some equivalent of this this place's YouTube to figure out how to do that. Cause I don't, I don't, I wouldn't have known how to do that. <laughs> yeah, um, fair enough. Um, yeah. Mode. <laughs> yeah. I could also see I'm like I'm sort of imagining that by this point it's totally viable that Bina would have altered some of her clothing so that she could easily like conceal her extra set of arms. Oh yeah. Like, she has the she has the like the larger sides 
a shirt so she can cross cross her bottom arms mm-hmm. like around around her ribs and then only have Possibly two arms. Possibly even just like nice like concealed like slits in the side of it so that they can she can just oh. like extend them at any point. Oh yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Modified clothes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or as I like don't have like all of them are bald. Like none of them. They mm-hmm. all have the hard carapace. Don't have hair, and all the antennas are pretty much the same. But they vary in like color and like a num- number of limbs mm-hmm. so yeah that would be her big thing would be like okay i am just a simple two-armed or <laughs> <There's>... <laughs> yeah no no need to uh, suspect me of being that other four-armed or you've seen on the news <laughs> hotman 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 uh, what was it what was that olivia say that again oh i said you're not like that other one you, you she has four arms, you know? <laughs> you see me, I only have two. How yeah. could I possibly um, be the one you've seen? No Mason, no at this point, uh, you're sort of standing near Olam, who would be handing you your uh, your new hat back. Mm. It looks like my hat. Ah, it does, doesn't it? But, 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 but look right inside the front, right under the brim. Oh, you've <laughs> utilized the under the brim technique. <laughs> Yeah. No, I've used I've used this to hide many things. Well, now you can use it to hide your face. That if you if you uh, toggle that field on, it should obscure your features enough for hopefully uh, camera equipment and to the naked eye of um, people who see in, in most of the visible spectrum. There might be somebody out there who can see through it. Yeah. How do I look? Y- you watch as just like this this very actually pretty natural looking shadow that's like cast by the hat that just sort of. The only thing that's unnatural about it is maybe like how dark it is, but like it is does a good job of like obscuring like the top half of of Mason's face, leaving little, uh, little visible besides his mouth. Um, I just have to grow a beard, and then no one will recognize you. I mean, it's kind of getting a little rough. I haven't shaved in a couple of days. <laughs> Do you recognize me? Well, I know you. Only be yeah. Fair. Why is there a strange man on our ship? All right, I love right. that our best liar has lied poorly twice in one session <laughs> for the support <laughs> benefit of others both times, but did it badly. <laughs> yeah. Um. I love this juxtaposition. You all are so incognito, and Desiree has like a blinking neon sign above her. <laughs> um, Hello, right. I am a pirate. <laughs> yes. Is this like out? Are these outfits okay? What's the typical like pirate? gear what will will help us be undetected well my style's a bit uh eccentric uh normally you just sort of wear (laughs) right you you won't think so uh normally you sort of wear whatever is there whatever's the most dirty least dirty depends on your style uh yeah uh armor uh whatever sort of covers most of your skin to keep you know uh anything to uh catch any blades that might come at you, but otherwise. Okay, so if we can really wear anything. Right, yeah. Cool. Just look not mean. Look like you don't care that you're mean. Oh. Huh. I don't... Okay, I'll try. I will practice a mean face. I know that's against your superpower, so I know that might be difficult, but I believe in you. 
this is out of character, but you want to impart ideal on a bunch of us? <laughs> oh, sure. Do <laughs> yeah, not. I don't do know. Not. That would be so bad. That's terrible. Everyone I'm part of all mean now. Everyone would just literally be pirates for the. <laughs> would just actually this is a pirates. universe episode, except it's in <laughs> universe. Maybe like a, an unrelated one shot where we're all mean. <laughs> um. Okay. Just not smiling. Fair. Fair. All right. Um, we're going to the city. Thank mm-hmm. you for the yes. donation. Thank you. It was it Heart of Handprints. Is that yes? Heart of Handprints donated twenty five dollars. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. All right. So. Uh, Seventy five percent. I know. <laughs> you uh, you all step off the boarding ramp of Awakener onto the dock. Um. Bina sort of immediately looking around for any sort of any sign of any kind of like harbor master or anything like that, but see nothing of the sort uh, anywhere. As you just sort of look around, sort of awkwardly. Yeah, that checks out. <laughs> um, what happens next? Are we good? Are we good to go? She looks at Desiree. Yeah, I mean, as long as you know, no one comes along and tries to pillage your, your ship. I'm assuming your your cabin boy can probably fight him off, right? Uh-huh, yeah, okay. Um, uh, she's just being, gonna send a quick, basically, text message to the ship, being like, no dock security. <laughs> Good luck! <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then we will, oh, sorry, we'll head out. All right. We'll double check the locks when we leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, you begin walking through the, through the streets, and it is pretty chaotic um there are people occupying every available space once you leave the docks people just everywhere you were just it's a suppressed uh crowd around you as people just sort of shove their way wherever there appears to be zero order of any kind in uh in this place it is it is crowded um i think once again like kind of similar to sulan as soon as we enter a crowded area, Bina gets a little bit keyed up. I think she has not had to deal with her heightened um, abilities around a lot of people. It has only happened well, a few times, so this is <laughs> she's still learning. And I think she kind of gets a little bit like, huh, 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 like focusing all over the place. She'll it, it'll rain in after a little while, but I think immediately it's kind of noticeable that she's huh, go 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 go. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a shift in Desiree where she is very uh, New York native in Times Square where it's dodging the tourists, like just moving, has wild spatial awareness, like bobbing and weaving. Olam is uh, like very unabashedly just like rubbernecking everywhere and like almost (laughs) bumping into people pretty frequently, just taking in the sights, even looking like directly up at the sky traffic and shit, just kind of his mouth gaping. Yeah. Um, You can see members of various species, some of which actually you don't even recognize um, as you begin like making your way, picking your way through the crowd. Um, most people <clears throat> are avoiding eye contact, which uh, at some point either Desiree or Mason would explain to you is, uh, is as much for you as it is for them, uh, as quite often eye, too much eye contact can be ma- mistaken for a challenge and has resulted in Many a brawl uh, in the middle of the streets. Um, <laughs> so. Oh, I think 
Fina has goggles on mm -hmm. and has uh, like something with a hood with a, like a hood up. Yeah. Is also trying to be a little bit more. Because <laughs> um, of her wild eyes, like looking at her. Just <laughs> this, I remember this place now. I actually did get a lot of my training here. Not officially, not official training. I This is where I learned to look and observe without pointedly looking and observing. Practical training. Yeah. How many fights did you get into on the way, Mason? That's a story for another time. <laughs> I'll tell you sometime. Um, you, Bina, as you're walking, you hear a quick little, like, you hear a little beep from your, um, from your terminal as you pull it up, and you can see that the coordinates, like, basically, like, your, your terminal's, like, map has essentially updated, and, like, you can see, like, the coordinates, uh, and, like, the pointer for the coordinates, um, for the warehouse as you begin making your way in that direction. Um, it's maybe about, probably about 20 minutes or so of, like, pushing your way through, through the busy streets before you make your way out finally into the warehouse district, um, which is significantly less crowded. Um, as you make your way in, you're starting to see um, the only people that you start, that you really see are either um, workers at warehouses or uh, what look like armed guards that are standing outside of outside of some of the warehouses in a way that definitely suggests something shady is going down inside. <laughs> I think Bina genuinely has a reaction to that because mm -hmm. that was her, <laughs> that was kind of the last thing she encountered before all of this happened. So I think there's kind yeah. of like a, like a, a, a instinctual will kind of like step to the side of someone. Mm -hmm. Like not even, not even consciously, we'll just kind of like step to the side and put someone between her and, and them, but keep walking. Yeah. As you pass through the rows of warehouses, some of the some of the guards out front just sort of eye you as you walk by and just sort of just keeping an eye. You can see like, <laughs> it's just, yeah. Let's get down. Yeah. <laughs> Guess oh. killed. Oh, sorry. I'm just watching you as you go by and then just sort of refocusing back to kind of watching the streets. Um, normally that would be Bina, but she's having a moment. <laughs> people that like touch herself a couple, a couple times, like starting to smile as she passes people, and then like forcing her to like force herself to stop and just kind of like, <laughs> like grimace. Um, <laughs> mean face. <laughs> you hear you after a few moments, just sort of walking through this district. You hear another beeping sound as you look down and glancing up. Um, you see that the coordinates indicated are the warehouse that is immediately in front of you as you are making your way down uh, one of the side streets. Uh, there does not appear to be anybody outside of the warehouse. Uh, it is as deserted as the rest of them around it. I kind of all like kind of flag everyone over and kind of like hold my terminal out so everyone can be like, I think it's, I think it's the, the third one over there. Um. What's the plan? Lash didn't give like a specific time for the handoff, right? She was pretty vague. Just said tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Get coordinates tomorrow. Yeah. Do we know who it's getting handed off to? Lash said the boss, whoever that is. Mm. Give me a sec. I want to. I want to step over next, right against the wall of the building, and then and just kind of like point my hands down, and then just start hovering up <gasps> to oh. the top of the building. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Damn. All right. So. Is there anyone with an eye shot of this? Um, not as far oh. as you can see right I now. 
can I like take a step out and around just to like kind of make sure I have eyes on everything? Yeah, I just absolutely. want to make sure we're totally covered. Yeah, you kind of you you do do a quick um, Mason probably already ahead of you and doing like the sort yeah. of perimeter. Um, you make your way around. You don't see anybody, and actually you haven't seen anybody like tor- like for a while. By the time you reach this particular point, but just oh, okay, doing a quick okay. just doing a quick look, you haven't you don't see anybody else around any of the other warehouses either. I'm keeping feelers out too. Mm-hmm. Brain feelers. Yeah. Um. So sorry, Olam. You said where are you going specifically? I'm hovering up to the. T- well, how many stories tall is this warehouse? First of all, it looks like at most it's probably two inside, but yeah. Okay, I want. It's to, one of the yeah, smaller to, ones on this on this particular. Row. Like basically, okay, pressed, almost flush against the outside wall. I just like yeah yeah with my back to it. I just kind of grin and then just start hover up <laughs> to the top, and and then at the when I reach the top, I rotate and like crouch almost prone on the roof. And look around for like a skylight or any kind of what looks yeah like you can see display. basically like sort of a raised uh, a raised section uh, sort of vaulted section that like on along along the sides of it you can there's like windows basically that um, oh. uh, as you sort of make your way over to that sort of glancing inside and down you can see the, basically down through a bunch of support struts um, into the warehouse proper beneath you looking down. Um, it's pretty dark on the inside. You can see there's a few lights on, um, but diff- still like basically just illuminating certain certain areas, mostly down the middle, down the center of the warehouse. Uh, and as you look in, you aren't seeing any movement. Um, honestly, this warehouse is pretty much all- entirely empty. You can see some places in the corners, just sort of just outside of your uh, particular view, where you see sort of piles of. Uh, refuse and what looks like pot might be a um, might be sort of a like uh, maybe somebody's uh, somebody's enc- encampment um, but like basically just like like a bedroll and you can see like the remains of like think the uh, the oil oil can like the like the oil barrel that like uh, next to that without you know you can see where there where there's still like the remains of uh, like burned fuel inside that um, I'm sort of taking a look um, besides that like somebody's dwelling in here maybe like maybe at one point somebody possibly did possibly at some point yeah it's, okay it looks it doesn't it doesn't look it looks abandoned it could or very easily it. be a yeah very much so okay I, I tell I like it doesn't look like there's anybody there it's it's doesn't look like if there's too many comings and goings it could be abandoned I communicate all that I'll walk over and test the door yeah um <laughs> the uh the door is uh not locked and as you as you arrive you can see there there is a lot like a like a magnetic lock on the door but you can see that it probably hasn't worked for some time you can actually still see where somebody like messed with it um it has probably been at least a year but possibly more since that lock served its function um as you just sort of pull the warehouse door open um flip down the eye patch trackers on yeah scanning the area sort of glance around inside um from here normally a warehouse like this and you can actually see where, where it would be would have like different uh, dividers and various sections inside, but this one, it looks like all of them have been completely removed. It's just sort of a large cavernous uh, interior that is mostly empty. I mean, most, like, 
you're seeing from a different perspective essentially what Olam saw from above. There's piles of junk and what looks like an abandoned uh, an abandoned camp. Um, can, can Do I have line of sight to where Desiree's yeah. come in through the door? Yeah. I just give a stupid little wave <laughs> from the ceiling window. <laughs> Show off. <laughs> yep. uh, if anybody's in here, I'd highly suggest coming out now. It'll be a lot easier for you. I will kill you fast. Dina, do you feel anybody? Yeah, I'm reaching out. Okay. Anybody? Um, immediately within within your range? No, you don't feel anyone. Could I spend to increase that range? Yeah, actually, that I think that I think that makes sense. Yeah, I'd I'd say you could just do like a, I'd say like a three point spend, for that. Cool. Could I get the whole warehouse, or yeah. is it just will I have to walk around? Okay, yeah, cool, cool. Could. Yeah, I'll do that. I have an eaten by edge. Mm-hmm. I have an edge or two, yeah. so one. Awesome. All right. Delightful. I like that. That's cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Sort of concentrating. Uh, in a way that you haven't really done before, you try to push beyond the limitations of your uh, of your um, your em- empathic sense, um, and you begin to feel. You start to feel Olam, and then you start to feel that range increasing until you can kind of sense the entire uh, the entire warehouse. Um, not a soul. It's empty. Of right. organic life, at least. Is there any kind of light switch anywhere? Uh, uh, Me. <laughs> yeah, you can you you kind of reach in and you can flip a switch. Uh, some lights go on, some of them don't. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, I want to look. It, look kind of point. I kind of like reach for your sword. I'm like, can I touch it for a second? Sure, you can touch my sword. I kind of she she wipes her hand down across it, and now it glows. Mm-hmm. Flashlight. Oh. Oh, that's, that's a neat trick. Thank you. Um, I'll go in and look for uh, any signs of anyone being here recently, because Desiree is good at very few things that involve intellect, but tracking is one of them. All right. Cool. <laughs> I'll help. Yeah. So I'm gonna make this one a roll. Uh, this is exactly. gonna be a this is gonna be an intellect roll, and the difficulty is going to be. Uh, I say the difficulty on this is gonna be six. Oh God. Uh, you get oh God. Six. Yeah. Is this a task <laughs> that involves sight? It is a task that involves sight. Then I will give you encouragement because <laughs> cool. I have a three <laughs> shift in that. I can help you. Yeah. So right. so you get that you get One. the the your um is it is it an asset is that how that works? It is allies gain an asset. Okay. And then you've got an asset. And any task related. You've to also still. got an asset from Mason helping. Okay. Uh, then I have my tracking skill. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Yes. All right. Do you have any other things you can look down through your list? Uh, and... Yeah, let me let me see. I'm pretty sure I don't. Uh, this is not intimidation. Uh, you can always spend effort. Or climbing. I could, but Desiree doesn't. She's not. I, I don't know if you guys noticed, but she doesn't have a whole <laughs> lot of intelligence. That's so really not her thing. Um, reflexes, surprise attack. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> cool. Yeah, let's let's see what happens. All right. So you're just sticking with a difficulty three, right? Is that where we're yeah, at? Yeah. So okay. nine or better. Okay. Cool. That's irony is cruel. That's an eight. Oh no! Cruel. <laughs> oh. Oh. You want to re-roll? Nah, nah, it's fine. Okay. Um, you look around and you see signs that there may have been people in here recently, but you're not. You got nothing more specific than that. Mm-hmm. Um, between between you and and Mason, you're sort of examining the place. 
you're pretty confident that there's been somebody in here recently, a few people even, um, but unclear how recently or how many for that matter. Mm -hmm. Right, someone, but don't know if it's who we're looking for. Can I take a look around the place that looked like it had been like a someone's abode for a moment or two? Sure. Just kind of see what's what's over there. Yeah. Like, more closely. Um, you can see like as you get there, you can see like sort of a, a moth-eaten bedroll, um, as well as the uh, the barrel that was clearly uh, used as a heat source. Um, you can see a variety of <clears throat> excuse me. You can see a variety of uh of like of containers that look like they probably had food of some kind in them that are just sort of strewn around um and most of them very old looking like they've been there for a long long time some of them even ga gathering some rust a little bit um it looks like this in this camp probably hasn't been occupied in a very long time um yeah it, it looks I, I carefully climb off the roof and then f hover back down and go in the mate the door like a normal person to join my friends. Landing all of I didn't see it, but I sh I assume that it was a good landing. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> I like kick dust off my feet. Lucas, <laughs> where were like the nearest people? I I know you said they were they were pretty far out, but did we see like guards somewhat nearby, like on the way? I mean somewhat they weren't they weren't particularly close it did it did, you're kind of towards the far end of the warehouse district at this point like really just like a couple rows of warehouses from the end um the the last time you saw guards was maybe it was probably about several several rows away um yeah well, I've got some ideas. I could shake down the guards and see if they've seen anyone around here. We could check the docks to see if my my ship's been here. Uh, we could stake out this place in case that that wasn't Flash, but I'm I'm assuming that was. Uh, we've got options. Unless any of your superpowers can, you know, see through time or space or something. That would be really cool. I like. I, I kind of glanced towards Peach for a sec. And then <laughs> so, so the there's like just some scufflements, like scuffs on the ground that indicate that somebody was here yeah, recently. Like looks like just disturbed too, dust and things like that. Um, right. Not a, not too much going on. Yeah. All right. I'm so, reading an ability really quick. <laughs> <laughs> what What do you think, Captain? You with a with a sense for the uh urgency that the your crew operates at and the way they plan things what do you think do you think they've been here you think this was them i can't get a good sense and also they're talking about a boss and i i don't know who that is and sort of you know didn't expect lash to do this so i don't know what her style would be if she were to be leading uh right. okay because it seems to me like it might be as best we can worthwhile to stake this place out or right or at least keep an eye here somehow what time you know of day I mean? is it um here it's probably mid-afternoon okay well this might be a stereotype but wouldn't most 
spooky, scary pirate dealings maybe happen at night? I mean, mine would, but you know, because it fits with the aesthetic, but. We don't think that anyone has been here recently. It doesn't look like that from from the, I don't know, the footprints. I, I don't exactly know how you guys would track people being here, but Mason, you didn't, you didn't see anyone recent recently here, you think? Um, that's a good question. Do I, I I'm gonna look at the scuff marks maybe more specifically. Well, no, that's that's what that's We're not scuff. No, Sorry. that's what I that's what I said. I mean, basically, looking at this, it was clear that somebody's been there recently, mm -hmm. but you don't know you don't know exactly when. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I mean, we could just I mean today, but like the timestamp on that, um, calm message or whatever made it clear that today our today is when. They would be meeting, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, maybe we just hunker down till nighttime, kind of see. I don't know how to navigate a pirate city and find someone who probably doesn't want to be found amongst other people who don't want to help people find people. So, I feel I like I want to go shake down a guard or two. <laughs> Before we go shake down guards, just because I might draw some attention, I can just try just just maybe one thing, um, and I'm gonna go try and do permission. Mm -hmm. um, and since I can learn one random fact about a creature or location that is pertinent to a topic I designate, I want to try and see, um, like, if if people were here and like if a deal already went down, basically. Okay. Like, yeah. yeah. Um. So as you sort of, um, you step into the middle of the warehouse and just kind of where Mason indicated that there was were some uh, disturbances in like the dust and stuff like that, you sort of step there and as you start focusing you begin to to see as the room itself almost sort of darkens and then gets brighter again. And when it gets brighter, you can see around you a whole bunch of figures, ones that you don't recognize. Um, you're not really picking up any... Like, you can tell that there that there is something happening, a conversation happening between the figures. You're not hearing much sound. Um, you're, you can hear them, you can hear like voices, but they come, they're coming to you muffled as if from like very far away and through several walls. Um, as you're watching, you can see a group of, of individuals that are, that sort of standing, um, that all look pretty ragtag, uh, standing with another group of individuals that look like they're much more organized. You can see that they're, st that they seem to have like, uh, they're they're in body armor of some sort, all pretty uh pretty uniform. Doesn't look like not a specific not like a uniform, but they all like seem to be uh, presenting some form of unity there. And uh, another individual, pretty well dressed human, um, just uh as he smiles and nods and then sort of gestures, and you can see another figure. This one um. This one humanoid in 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 appearance but with sort of um like long coat with a hood pulled up difficult to see any sort of anything with sort of your shadowy premonition and as you uh see as they turn over their shoulder presumably say something and one of the other figures steps forward a uh racked woman steps forward holding a death what is definitely the artifact um as then you just sort of come back to yourself. Ah, fuck. 
mess on up. So I'm going to say that happened probably in like 10 seconds. Peach was just standing there like just eyes glazed over for like 10 seconds in total silence. Important, important clarification. Have we ever heard Peach swear before? I don't know. Probably not. (laughs) She doesn't swear very often. (laughs) Peter full bodily reacts to that. Um, Even though she swears all the time. (laughs) So, yeah, so this, this, we, we lost it. The deal already went down. Um, How do you know? I, I saw it. Um, I was, I was able to kind of sense the imprints of people that were here earlier today. And yeah, the, the deal already went down the, the, the artifact has been handed off. Um, there are a bunch of shady, shadowy figures. Wait, Lucas, did did the did any of them look like the rack the Ractid that mm-hmm. we were looking for? It's the the one seemed to match the description. Yeah. Okay. There was the person with the hood, and then they called someone behind them, and then the Ractid came out with the artifact. Okay, that's okay. Cool. Mm-hmm. I mean, not cool, but there. Understood. Yeah. yeah. Understood. <laughs> Do you know um, how long ago that was? Could I tell how long ago it was, Lucas? Probably not really, right? Just like that it happened previously. Yeah. Can I tell from the light at all? I mean, I know it was shadowy, but... No, it's it's hard to say. You're pretty confident that this is a thing that definitely already happened, but that's about what you can tell here. I don't know. I, I, I couldn't quite tell how long ago it was, but I think that... I mean, it had to have happened recently because they weren't that much ahead of us, so maybe they might still be on the planet. And not much of today has happened yet, so, I mean, that's kind of our window. And the guards are on our way back. (laughs) I mean, if it was too long ago, I don't know if I'd be able to see it so quickly and easily, so I I have to think that it was was fairly recent. Um, Um, So maybe we might want to revisit the questioning guards plan. Questioning, right. I I will say that... um, uh, I think I will offer this to either one of you, Desiree or Mason. If you want, I will allow you to make a. I can. I'll allow you to make a, a an insight spend here, um, which is essentially just a like three intellect spend that then uh, I will tell you something that is that is true <laughs> that you know. Do you happen to have any edge in intellect, Mason? I sure do. <laughs> Perhaps this is. <laughs> This is this is my one of my things. Mm-hmm. Seems seems like a, a a you thing. I will take that. I will take those intellects away right. from my pool. And... Sounds good. All right, <laughs> Mason. At this point, you're recalling um, not only one of the first of all, recalling one of the most basic uh, aspects of investigation, which is the best thing to do is to ghost is when you when you hit a dead end is to go somewhere where people see things um, where and where the, and it is occurring to you at this moment that there is just such a place not far out of outside of the warehouse district from uh, not far from your location there is sort of a local watering hole that um, is a favorite of those who given that it's given that it is perfectly placed in between the uh, the docks and the warehouse district. It is a place that is frequented by 
most people who pass through this place. Um, so that is a thing that would occur to Mason at this point. I also probably would have described like in detail everything that I could have gleaned from the the, the um, encounter that happened here. So like the fact that the people who bought the who seem to have bought the artifact are heavily armored and, and all of that stuff. I just thought a thought. Everyone, follow me. I'll, expl I'll explain on the way. I really like when he does that. All right. And at that point is where we're going to go to our break <laughs> because we are way late for our break. Um, oh, yeah. So, I didn't even notice. <laughs> wow. So we're going to go to break. We're going to get some more water, walk around, you know, that whole thing. Beep. Thank you to everyone who has been donating uh, to the Tilify link. That's amazing. We're already at 75% yeah. completion of our goal, and it's the first stream of the week. So <laughs> Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't have any words for that. Um, but, yes, thank you, everybody who has donated so far. Um, and everybody who's hanging out and watching. Um, we'll be back in about 10 minutes or so. We're going to try to really stick to that 10 minutes because we went pretty late. Uh, and we will be back for the second <laughs> half of the stream. We'll see you soon. All right. See you in a bit, everybody. We are back, everybody. And uh, back from break. Thank you. Uh, John Newm, I know you're not here. Yeah. But thank you so much for that donation. Hello. Um, Hi, all. I'm on episode nine, so I'm lucky to drop by during a break. Take all, take care, and all that. Thank you. Oh my you. gosh! Thank you so much. I love hearing your impressions as you're catching up on the vlogs. Yes. Oh um, god, it's I, so fun. I love it. Thank uh, you, Sid. Thank you so much for the donation for yeah, popping thank in. You. All right, um, we are back, and before we get back into the game, uh, I do want to reiterate at this point that for those of you who may have popped in just now, uh, we are currently raising money for. Uh, bail fund, uh, or sorry, ba uh, bail project. Um, Henry, would you care to give us some brief talking points on that? Yeah. Hey, listen, the bail project is, uh, it's, it's a rotating bail fund, which means that they use, um, oh God, what does it mean exactly? They, they use money to bail people out. And then when it comes back, they, it's like a fund that does just keeps doing that. Yeah. And <laughs> this is way less uh, eloquent than when I did this the first time. <laughs> anyway, um, the way the cash bail system works, it has a disproportionately negative effect on people of low income, and it's often it targets people of color in a disproportionate fashion. So the bail project aims to get people out, people who are presumed, presumed innocent. God damn it. Sorry. It's okay. We're all there today. It's yeah. People, low income people who are presumed innocent, it bails them out so that the, the cycle of being in prison doesn't compound like just, <laughs> shitty it doesn't fuck it. the bail <laughs> the bail pro i swear i know the bail project keeps uh being imprisoned with bail from ruining your life mm -hmm. yes. and it's especially important now because of the protests going on people being jailed wrongfully or uh being in situations where they're held and not told what's going on so mm -hmm. it's it operates in a bunch of cities there's other bail funds you can yeah if you'd like to donate elsewhere there are more local ones yeah and the, the um, an important thing to note which i don't think we said at the big at the top of the stream is that uh the way that the bail project works is that they 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 sort of operate around the country but if and that's how that's how our donations are going to be donated through like sort of for like general usage but they do have a, a thing so that if you if you want would rather donate to a specific 
area, they do have a place through their own uh, website that you can contribute donations to specific and specify regions or areas or cities that are that you would prefer. So if you don't want, if you would rather do that, you can do that too. So um, yeah, but just so that everybody is aware, our the 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 funds that we raise with this are going sort of to general, um, like the general fund essentially. Also. Important to note off of what Henry said earlier that right now, due to the protests, is also is extremely important. There are a lot of people who are needing help right now, but it's also extremely important to keep people out of jails and prisons right now because of COVID. Um, yes, bringing more people into an enclosed space is putting more people who are imprisoned at risk. So it is more important than ever to be donating to bail fund on multiple accounts. So thank you very very much for everyone who has been donating so far. Oh, on awesome. your own time or here. Phantos eighty just put a link with a whole bunch of bail funds Thank in the you. chat. Yes. Thank you so there's, much. There's many. Thank you. Also, the, the bail project is, it, it, I think that their long-term objective is to replace the cash bail system mm -hmm. with like a more of a community support-based uh, structure. So yeah, long-term goals. I'm sorry, I bungled that up so bad. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I was overwhelmed fine. by hitting $400. There's a lot, yeah, there's a lot going through my head. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so um we're gonna jump back in and go through the rest of the stream we'll talk about this more at the end all right so when we left off um <laughs> henry's just uh enacting scenes from the grudge over there just <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry that's, what, that's the way to fix it when it gets blurry yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> Oh gosh. Um, okay. So <laughs> I love watching that too. <laughs> yeah. I never see it. Yeah. Huh? Anyway. Um so, <laughs> so uh when we left off, the crew of Awakener had landed in um Marauder's Landing, a pirate city on a planet with many names, depending on who you ask, um, searching for this artifact. Um so when we left off, I think Mason had suggested a local watering hole where they might have information, might find somebody who knows something or somebody who knows somebody. Um, so we'll pick up right there as uh, Mason finishes sort of explaining, um, has finished explaining his thought process with you arriving uh, at, um, at a place called Simply Moe's. <laughs> M-O apostrophe S. Yes, amazing. <laughs> That's it. That's the only thing on the sign. And it is, and speaking of the sign, it is pretty much just a sheet of metal that is like riveted to the building and with just like poorly painted mows with like paint drips that are coming down off of it. Perfect. Um, I'm sure this is going to be delightful. Looks too <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, as there is a there are a lot of people here uh inside and out um you can see um you can hear the crowds around you um as you step in um and you guys let me know if this the volumes aren't great but i think it's probably okay i think i think it's okay, okay cool um so stepping in to the place 
you can see it's it's there's, there's a rowdy bunch here already. It's mid afternoon, but that seems to matter not at all to the the clientele, um, as there are. Um, if you thought making walking through the streets was difficult, Moe's is a whole different thing. It is packed. Uh, the concept of personal space has completely abandoned this place. It is uh, jam-packed. Um, only in small places can you, in certain areas, can you occasionally wend through sort of like in, in these little eddies of, of the crowd as people pass through. Um, there's people laughing and, and carrying on. You can see, hear quite a few groups of people who are just arguing loudly, but in a way that doesn't, it indicates that they seem, it's like, it's, it's, it's like they're happy arguing. They're arguing like they're very pleased to be in the midst of some <laughs> sort of confrontation. Uh, it's a pastime more than, uh, more than anything. Um, it's a rough crowd. They are, <laughs> they are just, just at a glance, even if you didn't know ahead of time looking at them you could you could tell that there is a healthy mix of pirates outlaws scoundrels and uh and smugglers they are a rough looking bunch <laughs> oh my god okay if this is <laughs> this is so stupid but as we're walking in if we're trying to like get to, like to the bar if we have a location we're trying to get to specifically as we're going Vina's gonna be like excuse me pardon me excuse me as we're going through i'm gonna use fast talk <laughs> <laughs> Which, a creature who isn't hostile to you, you can convince to take one reasonable action in the next round. Oh my so, god. Excuse me, pardon me. It's yeah. my reasonable action. <laughs> you just have to get them before Desiree gets them and start shoving them out of the way because that's yeah. going to make them it's, hostile. It's a little bit of both. Just, like on one side of the group, there, there's Bina who's just like, excuse me, pardon me. And, and people like looking be like, oh yeah, no problem. And, and then on the other side, Desiree, oh, look, get the sense. hell out of the way. way. Just shove <laughs> But between the two of you, you're able to sort of just create a path um, up to the bar where you can see a, uh, a racked bartender who is currently, like, with one pair of arms sort of wiping down a glass with the other's arms or just sort of, like, reaching about, like, filling other glasses and setting them up onto, setting onto the counter. Um, as he kind of watches and kind of will, like... Uh lean over to Peach and be like, well, if a pilot doesn't work out, I guess maybe I have a, uh, I could use my talents as a bartender, huh? <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Um, she get good at bartending. Do we have a bar in the ship? We could get one. I could at this point, you, mixed drinks in the you can see uh, the bartender's uh, many-eyed gaze sort of fall on mm -hmm. you, um, and you see it, you watch his, his mandibles twitch as he looks at you and says, <laughs> you gonna order something? Rum. And All around. And you just watch his limbs begin moving, just sort of a flurry of limbs that begin. He's just about to order like a night, like a, a try to order a cocktail or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a flurry of limbs begin filling filling glasses as they like one by one get slid down the the. It's like watching a one man assembly line, just sort of just and then sliding them down the, down the bar towards you. How many arms? Um, there would be six in total. <laughs> Yeah. Is, is this a system where it's like coins or is it like a virtual thing? Uh, here it's coins. <laughs> All right, I take, I slide after they, you know, mm -hmm. slide up. I will slide the coins back yeah. his way yeah. with, with a little extra as a tip. All of, all of the, all of the arms just sort of clamp down on the coins, 
sweep them away into various pockets and and uh, and then uh, replace them with drinks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just um, and then he immediately turns away and just begins serving somebody else. He just he turns away. And says, yeah, you. And this goes on. I turn to Peach and I go, you're the friendly one, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, Do they respond well to friendly here? I've heard of a, and Mason, tell me if this is accurate. I've heard of a sort of a good cop, bad cop routine. Is that, <laughs> is that accurate? I don't think they like cops here. <laughs> right, I'll, Obviously not right, but sort of, you know, you got, you got Pinky over here, you know, acting all sweet, and then you got me, you know, rough and tumble, you know, get him to talk one way or the other. Yeah. That... They respond better to, better to threats than you think, like, if I, if I start talking and trying to get some information really nice, will that turn them off? I don't know. It's, I mean, people is people, right? <laughs> um... At this point, Bina, you sudden you feel you feel it before you see it. You feel you feel a sudden surge of of anxiety from somewhere nearby. Uh, oh, I need eyes on that. Yeah, as you like, as you turn, like just like in, like milliseconds be, like behind the feeling, you your head immediately snaps over to where you can see there is a place where the crowd has surged and is pushing, and you can see like they seem to be pushing away from like an area. Glancing over in that direction, Bina can't really she's see. Gonna, like kneel, she's gonna like kneel up on the bar stool yeah. or something. Like looking over, those of you now, first of all, alert, firstly alerted by Bina, and then immediately after, like feeling the push of the of the crowd as people struggle to get away from that uh, that location. Glancing over the crowd, you can see uh, a group of individuals um, that appear to be confronting two other individuals, um, one of whom is the most obvious, which is a, a Lumnian man who is just sort of standing, towering above most everybody else. Um, it just, it's been a while since we've met a Lumnian. Yeah. Do you want to inform so, everyone who a Lumnian is? Yeah, Lumnians are uh, large humanoid, um, a large humanoid species that stand on average around eight feet tall. Um, they have, they are mostly humanoid features they are completely hairless with just with like cranial ridges um as well as um just sort of ridges along like cheekbones and um and along some of the outer like outer arm and that sort of places uh they are as a culture generally pacifistic um individually individually <laughs> who knows <laughs> But you can, as you're as you're glancing over, you can see in the shadow of the Lumnian another figure, much smaller of stature. You can see an Orzai, a, a small Orzai man, just sort of with with all all four uh, all four hands up in the air, just saying. And you can hear just sort of floating over the crowd, be like, "All right, all right, gents, there's no need to there's no need to do this ugliness here." Um, as you're just sort of watching um, the. Ezra's going up to them, going against the crowd. <laughs> this is a bar fight. I'm getting in on this. Um, the the individual at the front of the the individual at the front of the the group that is confronting them is a is a Keldro man who who's just sort of standing, um, basically wearing like a tactical vest, uh, shirtless except for a tactical vest, and just sort of like loose trousers. Who's just sort of standing there. Um, 
just rippling with muscle. Every bit the like the armed thug, uh, just sort of standing, just staring down at at at, at the Orzai man who is just sort of smiling sheepishly, trying to like clearly trying to defuse the situation. Um, oh, then I kind of want to get over it. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want. I'm not going in the middle, but Venus can kind of start skirting away around the crown. Yeah, <laughs> crown. Um, the uh, the the Keldro man looks over, says, "You had your chance." So, tell me, I'm going to ask you one last time, what happened to the shipment? Uh, and, and he says, right, the shipment. Uh, right. Ruck, um, tell, tell the nice man what happened to the shipment. Uh, and you see the, the Lumnian looks down at him and looks, uh, looks back up and says, we lost it. <laughs> uh, Lucas, the the Keldro man. That's not that's not my master gunner, right? Nope. Cool. No, you've never seen any of these people before. Although now that sh- you're getting closer, getting a look at them, they look like they might be. They could. You recognize them as being um, members of sort of one of the local uh, self-appointed enforcement gangs. <laughs> Good, gotcha. I wanna, I wanna. So, is this is this Lumnian tall for Lumnian or average Lumnian height? Pretty much average Lumnian height. Average. Yeah. So, like eight. Everyone needs to remember, Bina is five feet tall. Bina is very tall for an Orzai. Mm-hmm. How tall is this Orzai? Yeah, this Orzai is is shorter than Bina. He is pro- pretty oh. average average height for an Orzai. He's barely more than four and a half feet tall. Like he is, oh. yeah. He is like maybe. I just want to get this visual for everyone. Yeah, he might. He's he might about be about half the height of this Lumnian. Yeah, he's probably cl- closer to the fore end than the uh, than the half side. Um, <clears throat> yeah, just sort of dressed in, in dressed dressed in just like a like sleeveless sleeveless pilot's jacket. Um, as as he just sort of steps back, and says, "All right, well, you you heard him. I mean, it's <laughs> we lost it. It's uh." I'm sorry. Did you say we lost it? That's not what I that I told you what we were gonna. Um, <laughs> and he says, "Oh, right. I forgot. Sorry." And uh, he says, "No, no. It's fine. It's fine. We'll just." Uh, turns because right so we lost the shipment but it's actually a really really funny story about that actually um and you uh you see as he glances over and catches your catches your eye bina and he just sort of winks and then just kind of glances back uh and you watch all of a sudden you're not sure where they came from every single one of his hands has a pistol and it pointed in a different direction (laughs) yes hell yeah i wasn't sure where this was going but i'm delighted this is the direction it took (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um oh gosh thanatos thank you for the 20 dollars holy crap oh, thank, thank you, you. thank you <laughs> <laughs> oh thank my you. gosh all right all <laughs> lucas sorry to bother you uh-huh. but can you turn the ambient sound down a tiny bit mm-hmm. on our end if, if possible yep better is that better right there for me, okay. yeah, it was a cool. little, just just barely it was starting to grate on me too a little bit uh, <laughs> thank you um, okay, so you watch as, as he says, all right now, there's no need for anything nasty to go down. We'll just, how about we just call this one even? Uh, and the, all, all, every single one of the, uh, of the, of the thugs have also like drawn weapons. And now everybody where they, before they were pushing back in anticipation of like something going down. Now people are like, 
bailing out of this place. <laughs> this is oh, not what they expected. Hours, uh, I'm drawing my cutlass. I want to do something stupid. Yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> Being a lot of fans, we are on a mission. We have things to do. This is going to just derail us, and we have an artifact to find. So Vina's going to kind of like, so she's kind of made her way, I'm hoping, off like in the crowd, but near between the two of them. How many people have drawn weapons at this point? At this point, um, the the Orzai has drawn four pistols, <laughs> has them each trained on a different person. Um, okay. The thugs... Like about there's about six of them, and all of them have all of them have also drawn weapons. A okay. couple of them are not firearms. They are like uh, one of them looks to be like a bat- uh, like a stun baton. The other one is just a probably just a metal pipe. Um, and they're just sort of they're squaring up. Right okay. Now. Um. Uh. <laughs> Bina's just gonna say. <laughs> She's gonna kind of peek her head up between whoever's like next to her. Like, but what if we didn't? Huh? How about we have a drink? And that's, I'm going to use fast talk. I will spend for grand scale, and I'm assuming I'll have to roll. But none of them are hostile towards me specifically, which means I can use this ability, yeah. probably. Uh-huh, probably. Uh, I'm, I'll allow it. That makes sense would to like me. I would like to de-escalate is the action mm-hmm. I would like them to take. Okay, so this, will, this to, to, get, to get all of them, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to call this. Actually, you don't actually have to spend... For that, you could just focus on who is the one who's clearly the leader if you wanted to, or you could try to get all of them if you wanted to. That's up to you. Two leaders, uh, the the Orzai and then whoever is the Keldro. Yeah, I'll do both of them. <laughs> okay, all right, fair enough. So then I'll I'll have that be an initial, an initial spend of two. Cool. Um, and that's on top of the cost for the. Uh, yes. For, okay, so initial initial spend of two. Um. The difficulty on this one is going to be, yeah, intellect roll difficulty. Actually, I'm not entirely sure you're going to need to roll for this one. Maybe you will. Uh, it's The difficulty on this one is going to be three. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> Social interactions, pleasant or otherwise. This counts. <laughs> That's or otherwise is always my favorite. My mm-hmm. favorite. Um, sensing emotions, dispositions. Mm. Because I could, I don't know. I you you tell me if that's useful here, because this is about de-escalating emotions. But that's yeah, your I, call. I'll. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Okay, yeah. Did you say it was a three? Yeah. Okay, I'll get down to a one and I'll roll. All right, three or better. I hope I, I'll, <laughs> hmm, I don't want this to fail. <laughs> <sighs> Eight. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um, you step out as, as everybody's kind of going away from this, from this, you push your way through some people. Um, it's kind of like two arms up because the two of them are down. Yeah. And you see, you watch hey, 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 hey. as the Orzai hey, looks over at you, and he looks between you and the Keldro, and he just says, well, what do you say? <laughs> and the Keldro just sort of is looks, he, he looks at you and looks back at him and just says, he takes, he takes his, his, his rifle and just sort of shoulders it, and he says, 
This isn't over. He turns and like just start, starts walking. He says, "Let's go," uh, and the others just the others kind of glance between. A few of them are a little bit confused, kind of glance at, at the rest of you. Now, now, very clearly, the only people standing still around, they kind of glance at you, appear to like sort of maybe you can almost see their brains like working, kind of rationalizing their leader's decision, and then they they turn and follow. Um, to an outside perspective, the most like ineffectual <laughs> mediating, like probably they've ever seen, but then somehow it worked. Yeah, like, I'd like to imagine like I was like like. The rest of us are watching from the bar as you just like peeked in between these two people. Hey, 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 guy, hey, guy. <laughs> it's just like <laughs> I, like we have shit to do. This like, cannot. They, they time. basically they see Bina come out, say just like a few like a few words of like de-escalation. Glance like the, their leader says, "Let's let's go." They look. They're like, "What?" They look and what they see is Bina. They see. Uh, Mason, who's just casually putting a pistol on the <laughs> on the bar, and like uh, and Desiree with 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 uh, with Cutlass unsheathed, just sort of looking like m- like looking at all of them with like brimming for and a I'm fight. I'm kind of despondent now, actually. No, no, they want yeah. to fight. We'll like... get you a fight later. And then they, we don't have time right now. They walk away. Um, no one, no one I think to... as it, not to them, but like to the people in the vicinity. When he turns and leaves, she's gonna go, oh no, drink, and then leaves him go. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll wave at his his uh, entourage. Yeah, go. they all leave, and uh, I hope they all assume she has a reputation. Um, <laughs> yeah, the uh, the Orzai looks at you, looks at them, and just sh- like holsters all four uh, of his of his pistols and turns. He says, "Well, that was sure some negotiating. I've never seen him back down from anything." That he says. That alone is enough to is enough to uh, well allow me to buy you a drink. Uh, at which point, um, the Lemnian nudges him. He looks at what? Oh right, um, it's gonna have to be an IOU. You should just drink mine. I haven't touched it yet. I was going to say you might uh, be interested in paying her in uh, information if you have it. That too. I suppose we could probably do something like that. Um, sorry, so rude of me. Uh, and he just he like <laughs> very exaggerated, um, like sort of uh four armed bow. And he's me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's he the Orzai me. <laughs> and he says, uh, he says, uh, Oriodo, at your service. And he says, uh, and this uh this big lug right here is Ruck. Uh, the Lemnian looks at you. Yeah, Oriodo. Uh, Oriodo. Mm-hmm. Two names. Yep. Okay. Orzai address themselves and each other in mm-hmm. first and last names. Yeah. Gotcha. Ruck just turns and looks at all of you and just goes, Hello. <laughs> at this point, I probably would have come over. Yeah. <laughs> Desiree uh, the Dancing Blade, Siren of the Astral Sea, Void Scourge Pleasure. Uh, she says that all every time. Or, uh, Ori looks up at you and says, You're kidding me. Ah, yes! <laughs> I see my reputation precedes me. Indeed Even it does. <laughs> Indeed it does. Well, if you had told me this morning that I was gonna be that I was gonna watch uh, that I was gonna watch Cress walk away from a fight and meet the Siren of the Astral Sea, well, I would have told you that I would like a little bit of whatever it is you're consuming because he bullshitting, huh? 
Oh no, he's he's definitely like he's. You can definitely feel that he is in in, in good spirits and in awe at okay. the moment. All right. <laughs> See, I told you I was famous. <laughs> he seems like a grifter, so I wasn't sure if he was just like, I will take oh, this, this absolutely. name and run with it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> um, he says, "Well, it." Um, he glances around at the that's suddenly em- like more or less significantly emptied uh, bars. He looks around and says, "Looks like some tables just opened up. If you wouldn't mind taking a seat." Bina will kind of like wave to everybody. Can I? <laughs> All right. I'm gonna see whose whose glass is empty from our crew and pour some of my rum into their glass. Yeah. <laughs> it's probably like Mason and Desiree, probably the lowest. Bina will yep. actually. Bina will go grab her cup that she has not touched, and she'll give it. She'll put it between the two of them mm-hmm. as though you choose. <laughs> like one of you can have it. Bina's not gonna have it. Actually, is is the bartender still here? Oh yeah. The bartender oh, is currently it. like currently ain't going anywhere. glaring at all of you, and just sort of like clearly unhappy that whatever just happened. Clearly, bl- like it's pretty obvious that he blames you for the lo- sudden loss of a bunch of customers. But uh... I saw property oh. destruction, likely, sir. Yeah. I don't think all guy cares about property destruction. Yeah, he's just. I'll, I'll just go over and, and ask him for a bottle. He looks at you. Just do- he doesn't answer. He just stares at you and doesn't make a move. I flip him some coins. Yeah, he catches it and immediately pulls up a bottle, pushes it over towards Thank you, you. <laughs> and then begins to like, <laughs> begins to very tersely begin scrubbing three three uh, cups at once, once, just sort of watching, like glaring at, at you, M- like mandibles just sort of quivering and like just sort of in irritation as he just turns and, and faces the other direction. Um, it, it, visibly uncomfortable in this place in this situation, <laughs> Olam as like Bina's going to get her drink or whatever. Olam kind of like pads over and it's like listen i i i'm sure you understand this but we we got to be moving quickly here we don't have much time if these people don't have the information we need we should be out of here <coughs> right i big agree okay yes. good. that's that's all Thanks. that's why i wanted to de-escalate it because if we had to get information out of anybody here and there was a big fight happening we wouldn't have got anything so Talk to him. I don't know if the barkeep's going to talk to us anymore. So hopefully he's got some insight. And then she's going to go. Yeah, you, tur- <laughs> you turn and immediately are face-to-face with Ori. He goes, what are we whispering about? I got you a drink. And she's just going to sit. And then we'll go. <laughs> Much obliged. And he just turns and sits. She'll sits walk over and she'll be like, we're saying we've got places to be. So if you don't have the information we're looking for, we got to go. Well, that seems. And so she'll sit down with That him. seems like a reasonable course of action. She mm-hmm. says, well. I never drink with strangers. Uh, at which point, Ruck just says, "You always drink with strangers." <laughs> well, I mean, I at least uh, make an attempt at meeting some fine new companions. As I sort of like put her feet up on the table, <laughs> sitting with the bottle. The dancing blade, of course, needs no introduction. <laughs> of course, it is going to. Um, I think. We'll offer two right hands. Mm-hmm. I know the other one is still tucked under, but we'll offer two right hands for his two left hands yeah. to shake. Bina Oba. I, well, it's good to meet you. I've got to say, it has been quite some time since I've seen another Orzai, so this is quite a treat. And he kind of glances around, looks over at, at Mason. Hmm? Mason. <laughs> Mysterious fellow. I like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, hi, I, I, I'm Olam. Right. He turns <laughs> and looks at Peach. <laughs> Great to meet your acquaintance, Ori. My name is Peach. Right, well, 
as far as I'm concerned, we're all friends now. And he just takes a, takes a drink. <laughs> says, so, what might be, what might you be wanting to know? Being it looks to the people who actually know how, like, what, <laughs> specifically, we're looking for. We are looking, actually, funny story. Uh, we are looking for my ship. I seem to have misplaced it. Uh, so if you've seen the siren around, or if you've seen uh, Arachdid, I'm not sure if you're familiar with my uh, quartermaster, uh, Lash, uh, sort of a red eye, uh, likes to wear a jacket with a bunch of buttons down, center. Possibly also if you've seen a lot of suspicious looking armored folks with kind of similar, similar outfitted um, gear, kind of in a group, that also might, might be helpful. Hmm. Interesting. Funny you be mentioning that. Actually, we have been noticing a few folks like that around. They were, they actually passed by right in front of, right in front of here. Not, uh, what would you say that was? Three hours? Uh, Ruck nods. <laughs> he says, uh, and Ruck just says, and, uh, now that you mention it, I do seem to remember remember seeing erected with a with a crew like that. Sounds familiar. I actually saw them when I went back to when I went back to the docks. They were get they were getting on a ship, I think. Damn it. All right. Uh, the crew or the armored folk? Is, oh, the crew. The crew. Mm. Uh, uh, or he says, now that's very interesting. You see, that's very interesting. I might have maybe, just out of a sense of curiosity and civic duty, civic responsibility, um, uh-huh. might have cased the group of armored individuals that you're mentioning. Is that how you lost your supply? No, that was something unrelated. Um, I don't really want to get into that right now. It's not really relevant. Anyway, um, no, I saw them. They were carrying some sort of case. Uh, venturing a guess, not interested in getting into anyone's business or anything, but guessing that's what you're after? That's what they're after. Right, of course, you're after your ship, which, might I say, my condolences, terrible thing, terrible thing, mutinies. You know, m- mutiny is a is a sort of a harsh word. I won't, I won't go spreading that around, and right, I just no, slide and have not. a couple coins. <laughs> I meant um, disagreement about leadership practices. There you go. And he's right. like, it's okay, he owes us. If we hear that that got spread around, you know exactly where it started. And Bina goes back down to, like, she's, I don't know, writing notes or something. She's got a point. Oh, I do. Bina, I do. The red him? What? Bina's just very, a very honest person. She made it uh, an observation. Yeah. Uh, he says, so you're looking for this whatever it is, that mysterious thing. It, you're lucky I didn't try to take it out from under them right then and there. Or I guess maybe that would make you unlucky because then you would have it because I would have it. And I think it would make you lucky that you didn't try to mess with them because we don't really know what they're dealing with and it's all kind of bad stuff. Well, you know, Rook here, uh, well, he had a bit of a theory um, 
he's he's the brains of this operation between us. I <laughs> I come up with the schemes, he finds a way of making them work. <sighs> anyway, uh, Ruck, what, what was it you were telling me about those armored folk? Ruck leans in, he says, You all ever heard of the, uh, the dealer's court? Have we? Have we heard of it? Nope. Uh, I would say that that Mason would have heard of it, but is just sort of one of those, like, rumors, like the kinds of, like, like the boogeyman of the, of the, uh, of the border worlds. Mason does say, uh, Mm -hmm. I've heard of a rumor. Says, well, um, the rumors that you've heard, they say things like that all of the different syndicates are actually controlled by this, uh, what did you say? Well, shadow organization. A group that don't like people to know they exist. Where it is, they've got their hands in every bit of every kind of crime there is if it happens out here they know about it never seen any evidence of it myself but heard another enough stories from a few people i don't think have any good reason to be making up stories might be a connection there is what i thought What, 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 what's the connection? These, these armored people. You think that they're part of the dealer's court, or, or they're bringing the, uh, the object in the case there? Or? Well, I never seen those, those people before, but they moved around this place like they owned it. Question: Do we have any footage of the mysterious chameleon individual that we fought on, that, uh, on the colony? I think, like, yes. Like a photo. You I just want to see what is. You definitely in do here. because uh, because Patch was reviewing it afterwards. So you definitely okay. do have. Okay, so I want to like call to not like call, but like yeah. connect my terminal. You to would yeah, you would just have it pull up able image. To pull it, yeah. Okay, and I just want to like show mm-hmm. the the armor, like the clothing. Yeah. I was like, I just want to be like, did any of did any of them look like this? Uh, they both lean forward and look, and they look at each other, and Rex says, "No, nothing like that." Okay. That's good. It's good news. Well, um... They didn't look corp, did they? No. Hmm. Uh, Ori just chuckles and he says, Oh no, there's no, there's absolutely no way that any kind of corporate stooge would uh, go blending, or, blending in around these parts. They, uh... <sighs> they don't exactly do the whole blending in thing. <laughs> well, not here anyway. I mean, for this, they might. She kind of looks over at, at her, her group. Oh, the, the dealer's court, what What exactly is that? What's the rumor to be? Rumor to be? Well, rumor about, these, uh, about the dealer's court is that they pretty much control everything, that they're what's left of the, uh, the original syndicates that ran the border worlds back before it all went to shite. Um... And uh, that they've gotten smarter and they've decided that they're just going to stay in the shadows, controlling everything through proxies and uh, shell corporations, things like that. So they're kind of like the law in this place? Well, 
the on-law, let's say. Of course. They don't really seem too interested in governing much, if they exist. Um, not much in the way of people, say, but certainly in terms of all kinds of business opportunities, enterprises, and entrepreneurships. I don't mean to be rude or to uh, rush anybody here, but instead of being caught up in the uh, intricacies of the uh, uh, politics of the underbelly here, maybe you could tell us which direction you think these armored folk were going, where they might have been heading to? The two of them exchange a look that is nothing if not conspiratorial. Uh, and mm-hmm. What do I... <laughs> do I get anything from that? Um... You can sense that uh, Ori is excited and Ruck is cautiously intrigued. Um, okay. They want in. <laughs> yeah. Ori turns as, well, as it turns out, I might be able to help you with that. But there is a condition. And that is that um, we tell you what we might know. And um, you cut us in. There's no cash prize at the end of this. Oh, there is. It's not what you're looking for. Trust me, it's not going to affect you at all. But, um... We have some ideas. Uh, Ruck? Want to do the honors? (laughs) Yeah, so... It's possible... There's a... There's an auction. High-end kind of thing. Big business people coming in from all kinds of places buying stuff they wouldn't necessarily be able to get other places uh, it's being hosted by a, one of the more prolific pirate gangs in the in the area the one the the Duraga gang they uh oh. <laughs> they um they're pretty nasty bunch but if anybody is is working directly for the dealer's court. It's them. They uh. Yeah, they're they're an odd they're an odd bunch. They uh they have some weird ways of operating that don't really make them. It sets them apart from other pirates. Anyway. Thinking that if there's anything going down with that whatever it is you're looking for. And if the dealer's court is involved, it's probably going to be at that auction. Oh, holy shit. Oh, my God. Oh, holy shit. (laughs) What's happening? Uh, 500, you guys. Tells donated $80. (laughs) We hit our goal. Wow, we are gonna have to up that for the rest of the streams this week. Wait, there are three streams this week. There are so many. Hey, John, move the goal along. Let's go. Don't worry, we'll we'll, we'll, we'll work on that. Thank you so much for raising money for the Okay. Oh my gosh. Wow. All right. (laughs) Okay. Thank you so much, Thank everybody. You. This is... I don't know. Wow, <laughs> <something>. overwhelming. <laughs> yeah. While we figure out what, how exactly to process this, 
we'll just we'll finish out the evening's game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Do I think that my crew would be at this auction? Um. There's a really good chance that that is okay. the case. You've actually, you know what? I'll give you this. You've actually probably even attended some of the auctions that that the uh, some of the like these these black market auctions that the uh, that the Doraga gang has hosted um, in the past. Um, in fact, you're the one who pro- who actually first suggested it to your crew, first told your first started the practice of attending, because just on the basis of finding rare weapons or um or tech that you could use to further uh enhance your efforts um this it's very likely that after especially if they've if they've made the sale of this artifact that's very likely that's the next place they'll head because they got money now they got money now yeah so at the very least that's a pretty solid bet Mm -hmm. and what do i know like if there's anything notable about the Durago gang other than that they're shady (laughs) um you know that they are vicious they are they are ruthless and most importantly and most interestingly they rarely seem to be all that interested in like their own profit most pirate gangs will will loot and pillage and then and then fuck off somewhere um Mm -hmm. the daraga gang will host events they host events like auctions and things like that they they will sell shit back to people, often selling shit back to the same people they stole it from. Um, nice. <laughs> uh, with no pretenses to the contrary. They just they very blatantly do this. Um, they are... Move. Yeah, it's basically like... Yeah, it's... They are... They also are much better equipped than, mo- than almost any other pirate gang anywhere, um, which is what in part has given rise to the rumors that they are like backed by some sort of organization, but yeah. So we can just theoretically walk in and buy the artifact. We could. I see a certain problem with that. (laughs) That's not fun. (laughs) Exactly. Plus we've already got a plan. We just need a few extra hands so to speak. Where have I heard this before? I kind of like look at the other crew members. Well, it's up to you to decide. Uh, What you're looking for is more than likely there. It's at least a fair enough bet. And, well, we've got a plan. The locations of these auctions are always secret, except for those who have their ways of finding out or those on the guest list. And, uh, we just happen to know where it is. So, what do you say? How much do you want of the cut? Oh, you don't have to worry about that. We're after something very specific. Yeah, well, there's no way to... I don't think there's a way to split up what we're looking for, so... That's fine. Unless you're look, Unless you're particularly interested in, uh... In... Old technology from the Ractid Armada, <laughs> scavenged from the Ractid Armada, I doubt we're looking for the same things. It's very much not what we're looking for. <laughs> I thought not. So, what do you say? Partners? And he puts out, like, he puts out both both sets of, of right hands. <laughs> Which one do we use the captain? We prefer to think of ourselves as more of a partnership. 
right, partners. Right. Um, being a kind of like slowly like is like reaching across the table and like looking at everyone for anyone to stop her I objections. I, Mason does the classic. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just got to find that. Desiree like stopped herself from reaching back. She's like, this is not, it's not my crew. It's not, <laughs> it's not my decision to make. like one of the hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's, he's got four, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I was going to do an Orzai or an Orzai thing, but yeah, we, I love, yeah. you don't take two of them and t- one of them and two of her top hands and you can take the bottom one. Right. I'll take <laughs> one of three. Yeah. <laughs> he sits back and clasps all, all four hands behind his head. He says, well, that's great. What's his... I'll say, uh, just for mm-hmm. his, your benefit as Jim playing an Orze, Vienna is intrigued, mm-hmm. and that's, like, fully, this entire interaction has been, like, all of her, that has been laced in with what she's been saying. How's yeah. he right now? <laughs> oh, he is elated. <laughs> Good, okay. I just want to get, I want to, we're communicating Orze to Orze now. This yeah. is very exciting to yeah. me. <laughs> he's, he just kind of, he smiles at you and, and uh, just gives you another wink and is just, and just you can feel that, uh, like, elation just sort of going off. He turns to, to Ruck and says, what did I tell you? I told you today was going to be our lucky day. <laughs> and he says, actually, what you told me was we should go get a drink, but okay. <laughs> it's good advice. Same thing, right? I mean, you did get there. That's right. You don't have a ship. No. Um, the, we, um, Ruck, uh, Ruck turns and just says, we lost it. I know the feeling. <laughs> you guys seem to like lose things pretty often. Oh, don't worry. They were related. <laughs> the two incidents, they were. <clears throat> uh, okay. I'm, that's that's not reassuring, but thank you. Right. So um, you have a ship, right? Because otherwise this is going to be a very short-lived plan. Where do we have to go? Well, I've got the coordinates. I'll, um, we'll come with you. How, how far is it? That was more the question, yeah. Oh, oh not not terribly far. Um, I do have a question for you, though. How's I might your, have an answer. How's your upscale wardrobe? Oh, I mean, <laughs> dressed to the nines. We can always go. Can, can we go shopping around here anywhere? You seem like a... I feel like there'd be some... You have the connections. <laughs> oh, don't, not to worry. That's why I asked. I know a few places and a few people. A few uh, of them owe me favors, uh, and I actually uh, owe a few of them some money, but that's not really important. We won't go to them. Are we finally going to get to go clothes shopping? Well, last time we went shopping, it was terrifying, and we spent half an episode on it. <laughs> At least this is a little bit more joyful, hopefully. Oh, wow. I mean, I, I don't imagine there would be, like, idea of going clothes shopping is like so like she's elated <laughs> <laughs> don't imagine there would be upscale boutiques on this planet right oh no or absolutely there? not <laughs> not even close yeah, uh, cool. we have to go somewhere else for that yeah <laughs> right yeah it just yeah um uh, says so i think if we're done here we can um uh, we can start making our way out and i'll um i can can I just get a read on this guy? Like, <laughs> I trust him implicitly. Like, what's his deal? Can I just get a quick read on him for honesty? Sure. How, how do you how do you want to do that? Do you want to do you want to roll for it, or do you want to, an insight spend? I'll, um, I'll encourage you if you roll for it. 
I haven't done I haven't done nothing today from any pool, so I'm gonna do an inside spin. Okay, cool. Uh, so go ahead and mark off your your three mar- uh, eaten by edge for whatever uh, with reductions for edge. Um, One point. Cool. Uh, so you are quite certain that whatever he is interested in, it is his primary goal at the moment. Um, and currently, you are very certain that he believes fully that you are his 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 way of getting there. <laughs> like he is he is very he he's very clearly um, excited about this partnership. Um, and judging by the way that he prior to agreeing, uh, he very you could see that he was on the verge of like just spilling it all um, to you even before you agreed. <laughs> You're guessing that he's probably he may Being not desperate. he he may not be an honest individual, but he's at least telling you the truth. <laughs> okay, cool. So basically, what, what kind of we thought? So. Yeah, it, it's like I feel like his interactions are similarly to if Bina decided to do crime. This would be kind <laughs> of the interactions he would be having. Yeah, but like, I, yeah, let's do it. I'm enthused, and here's. I'll withhold some things, but mm-hmm. I'll tell you what I got. We can get where I need to go. Like, let's do it. <laughs> yeah, I think for like at one moment it crosses Peach's mind that like, oh no, this guy can read emotions like Vina, and that <laughs> kind of gives her a second of panic. Yeah. Um, oh, nobody can read emotions like Vina, but yeah, you can sense <laughs> your emotions. So just so you're all aware. <laughs> yeah. At that. At that, he like turns and looks at you, looks directly at you. That's just that, that quick flash of panic. He looks at you, says. Oh, don't worry. I we've got it all planned out. <laughs> I cannot wait to hear that plan. So get ready to hang out with an Orzai who's gonna comment on your emotions. Bina's mostly respectful on that front. <laughs> so, um, where's your ship? Let's go. Right this way. Uh, you, uh, you, 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 be, you leave the uh, the bar to uh, more. You know, we'll leave some credits on the table. Yeah. And kind of like wave at the. Yeah. To more sort of uh, glares, many-eyed glares from the from the bartender who just sort of watches you go, uh, and then as soon as you are out of the out of the the doors, he like shuffles over, collects the coins off the off the table, and just sort of looks around, just sort of as at a few of the people who'd started sort of like. S- Pushing forward, like pushing yeah. forward, just sort of, uh, and they just, <laughs> and he's like, sweeps them off the table and just goes back to the back behind the bar. Um, you proceed making your way, continuing to make your way through the streets. Um, I'm gonna give an uh, update to the crew. We have <laughs> surprise, more stragglers. <laughs> um, I, if, I want, In that, those wh- words exactly. Yeah. Walking, I want to be like walking alongside Peach or something and muttering and like kind of kicking my foot against the ground. I'm like, I'm like I thought I was going to spend some time with that professor for this one. Oh, buddy. No, we'll, we'll get back to him. I mean, we still have time to, to have you ask him some questions. I hope so. Who knows where this will go? <laughs> you really miss being in class, huh? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is great too. I kind of I kind of like step away. Yeah, nothing like good old life and death every day to keep you energized. 
Say it does that. It, it definitely does that. <laughs> We're just gonna walk in. I feel like out of this entire group of people, Olam and Peach have been made the most uncomfortable by being around Pyrus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're uh, you're walking down down this as you're walking back towards the uh, towards the docks. Ori is saying, oh, just talk, is like animatedly just talking. Chat, fully, fully chattering yeah. in front of the two Ori's yeah. says, No, honestly, I'm very excited about all of this. I mean, even if we weren't going to be working together, I'm very excited to be seeing your ship. We may have been a tiny little bit stranded here for about a week or so, something like that. You know the it's, feeling. It's, that uh, doesn't, <laughs> somehow that doesn't surprise me. Yeah, It'll be fine. We no, can drop you off uh, somewhere afterwards as long as you don't, you know, I don't know, cross us or something. Right. So keep that in mind. We are your ride. And then she's going to be like, and here we are. <laughs> she's going to point up. <laughs> he looks up to... Well, that, now that's a ship. <laughs> well, this, how long, how long have you been here? Uh, I'm looking at everyone, like, probably an like, hour or two. <laughs> yeah. He says, well, I am very surprised. It is still mostly intact and hasn't been, uh, hasn't been just, uh, scrapped yet. Looking like oh, that. We have, we have, uh crew inside still and she's i know gonna, uh, i figured it doesn't usually matter this is great and he just like walks as we, and we walk up she'll like she'll like uh, uh terminal let us in and be like um i don't know if you have sticky fingers but watch them and then <laughs> she'll let us in he, he turns and looks at you and you actually feel like genuine hurt from him as he just sort of looks he says i would never you need to understand, we're strangers. She's very, Bina is not like malicious in <laughs> yeah. any way. She's very, very amicable as yeah. all, of, all, of her, all of her interactions with them have been. Like, you need to understand, we've been through a lot recently. Um, and also you're very new. <laughs> and then we'll walk in. No, of course it makes perfect sense to be uh, cautious around these parts. I hear, well, there's some pretty unscrupulous types around here. You don't say. Oh, I do. I well, pray you don't, because, well, there's worse around here than Cress and uh, and his thugs. <laughs> Not much, like but, what? you know. We'll walk in, and I'm sure some some of the crew are around. Yeah. And they'll be able to be like, all right, Odo, Ruck, hello, they'll be joining us. Mm -hmm. um, we have a new lead. And then she's going to go up to the, she's going to bring, she's going to uh, bring him over to, uh, a terminal or up to the bridge if we yeah. need to to get the coordinates. Uh, Jade is. Probably, I don't know anything. Yeah, Jade is in the cockpit with with Alma as you as you enter, and Jade like turns and looks, looks up at at them and says, "Oh, hi." Ori Odo, Jade Alma, um, they're gonna get us to where hopefully the artifact is. Right. He looks. He says, "Are are you a pirate too?" Bean looks in is like, <laughs> like he, I would also like to. Yeah, he cl he claps. Uh, he claps two hands on, on on one on either on on each of Jade's shoulders. He just kind of just chuckling heartily as he just says, "Oh no, no, I'm not a pirate. We're smugglers, con men. You know, the usual, the sort of mix of ne'er do wells." So, um, you know, just kind of like the con this the console right <laughs> over here. Excellent. He says. Lass, and he, as Alma just sort of looks at him, looks over, like leans back and looks over at over his his like bent bent form at Bina, and just like he says, "There we are, right." Um, you know what to do with those coordinates, yeah? And she looks. She says, 
go to them. Just that's precise. That's precisely. That's precisely it. And he sits down in one of the in one of the seats and just sort of r- r- tell, like drums all of his fingers on the armrests as he looks around. Just ah, it's good to be on a ship again. Yeah, Peter will take the other seat as a co-pilot if Alma's in pilot seat, and we'll. Uh... <laughs> all right. So, um, as you take off, um, you. Uh, see like the coordinates get get put in and uh, you begin to break atmosphere and just uh <laughs> you hear you hear a voice crackling over the comms just come again oh god <laughs> I, it, real quick olam is like like in the um the commons uh like storage room mm-hmm. or something and sees like a bottle of rum and like a shot glass sitting on a table and like <laughs> looks around and pours a little bit and just shoots and is like <laughs> puts the bottle back down and corks it. Amazing. Where the hell did my rum go? <laughs> you just brought it up from your bottle. Yeah. I know. I'm going to finish it very soon. <laughs> Mason just pulls out his flask. Mm. You guys get to deal with two oars. <laughs> so as uh, as you you break atmosphere and uh, and uh, shoot out towards the towards the jump point. Um, you uh <clears throat> you finish inputting the the coordinates to the FTL drives and Alma glances up she says all right everything's revved up and ready to go do it she uh pushes like just pushes the uh the the levers forward as you feel that jolt um as the g forces kick in momentarily um before you uh your ship is flung into FTL and that is where we are going to pick up next week. Oh, wow. Is that Alma's first time flying in person? Yes, I think so. She flew before, yay! Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Then, then um, in, in that scene, then there is just full delight <laughs> on Vina. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What's the ETA on that? Sorry, we're not in game hmm. anymore, but what's the uh, our ETA? Oh, just with a, a quick, quick glance. Um, the uh, actually, I'll tell you what, because it makes more sense this way. We'll we'll sort of retcon this just a little bit, and uh, say that basically, in order to you need to do a little bit of preparation, mm. and because like the auction's not for a couple of days, so you need to do it. You need to do some preparation. So for the sake of this, we'll say that when you jumped to FTL, you went back to Dorilia Three. Um, since oh yes. yeah, to okay. update the professor and all that sort of stuff. So mm-hmm. yeah, cool. perfect. All right, so, um, Olam can get a lecture in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Olam can uh... finally. I just want to. I just want to dive back into academia. <laughs> Olam, realize... Olam, some quality time with the professor. <laughs> yeah, and then realize I'm happy I left. Oh, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. All right, everybody. So we we hit our goal tonight. <laughs> Yeah, wow. you guys. Holy shit. I there was a second I thought I was gonna start crying and scream. So it's yeah, just me too. Me we, too. Yeah. <laughs> we oh definitely hit our goal. So there's that. Uh y'all, there are two more streams left this week. Yeah, so we're gonna be doing Ramblemancy. We're not entirely sure what we're gonna be doing with Ramblemancy. Very likely we won't know what we're doing until we're actually there. So uh but we're gonna be doing Ramblemancy on Friday. Um Improvmancy. Improvmancy. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna be doing something. Uh, I'm not sure what yet, but we're gonna be doing we're gonna be doing that uh, Friday at 7 p.m. Pacific, where we are going to be continuing the fundraiser. Um, 
and then again on Saturday, which we haven't really, be, before today, we haven't really done a lot of talking about this, but on Saturday at noon Pacific, we are going to be running a long, <laughs> I hesitate to say six-hour stream, but I will call it that because saying six-hour, but maybe it'll be longer, who fucking knows? Uh, <laughs> it doesn't quite roll off the tongue. So it'll be a six-hour stream, um, which will technically be two streams separated by a brief break in the middle. Um, there will be a whole bunch of different things happening that day. Um, there are some earlier earlier segments where we're going to be doing a couple things, um, and then later segments where like there'll be a bunch of fun stuff happening. But um, you can expect to see um, ev- actually all of the people right here at some point during the day are going to make an appearance. Um, Brie Donnan is going to be around uh, for a bit. And yeah, for so there's gonna be a bunch of people around, and we may even hmm? John. That's right. We're gonna get a John. John, John camera. Yeah, that's John our our camera. very own resident bard. Uh, they're gonna be gonna be yeah. hanging out. Yep, John and Bree are gonna be hanging out on stream, drawing and limericking for uh, for <laughs> donations. So. Yeah, um, y'all, y'all beat the, the the fundraising stream was on yeah, Saturday, we, this and we're already we're starting at a hundred. <laughs> <laughs> this wasn't even Crazy. the fundraiser, the main event. This was like, huh, wow. Okay. Oh, so the appetizer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy moly. Oh, gosh. All right. This was like sitting at the bar waiting for your table. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Just the bread. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, uh, so, um, so we'll be continuing this fundraiser through, I think the final day is Sunday. Um, so even up, even when we're not streaming, you can still donate. Um, that link will be up in various places. We will make sure that it is in a place you can find it so um yeah we're gonna there's gonna be a lot of cool good stuff happening a lot of it is tbd but uh we'll get there we'll keep you posted we'll keep fun you posted. surprise yes. instead of tbd it's just you'll get surprised mm-hmm. and it'll be delightful yeah exactly um all right so uh we'll do one more time uh just a quick our quick talking points for what we are raising money for Henry. Okay. It's the redemption time, round. Time, oh, don't say that. You're setting it up. Okay. So um, the bail project works to fight against, I'm just going to try to save verbatim what it says on the website All this right. time. Yes. It works to fight against the uh, economic and racial disparities of cash bail, which uh, disproportionately targets low income and people, low income folks and people of color and keeps them incarcerated when they could be out working, which pretty much reinforces a cycle of poverty and fucks up people's lives. Um, and now with the pro- uh, protests going on, there's like a huge influx of people in prisons. So uh, getting them out is good for them. And as Caitlin mentioned before, uh, COVID-19 still exists and prisons are an especially dangerous place in that context. So <clears throat> bail funds like the bail project and other ones keep people keep people's lives going keep people safer and out of prison and they're especially important in a time like this where uh civil disobedience is happening all over the country for uh, the cause of equality to make and against police brutality and for black lives to be blunt people are being put in jail for absolutely no reason yes exactly yeah yeah. if you can't go out and protest it's amazing if you can if you have the monetary means to help get people back out and fighting for for the rights of our communities right and the the bail project also working wants to do away with cash bail as a system and replace it with a community support thing uh 
uh, giving people rides to court dates and reminding them about that stuff just so just to make it work better i guess yeah yeah, yeah. so we think it's a worthwhile uh project to donate to out of a bunch of other worthy ones too but this is the one we picked yeah absolutely we have we have also had just as a note uh other places that um we've been other other charities that we've been promoting in chat um they, those links have been happening periodically other places that are definitely i mean there's it's not an exhaustive list by any means but there's a bunch of there are so many places that uh are helpful and could use the help so if you look locally yes. if you ever are concerned look locally mm-hmm. first absolutely um there are there are so many resources out there to find out where your help is needed and there is so there is no excuse uh for not helping so in some way or another um even if it's ju- even if it's just promoting stuff even if it's just promoting these these organizations and charities check out this link i hope it works this is one that i it's like a master list yes. of ways yes, to yes, help yes. right yeah, yeah. okay i'm Sign petitions yeah. yeah i was looking for that earlier to make a to make a command for it, but i couldn't find it so thank you i i've, yeah. I've added it to my favorites so excellent yeah. full of varying ways to help from monetarily to supporting yes. petitions to call ways to call uh, uh templates and i think they have like templates of things to say to call your representatives and stuff like there's even right now there are even um streams that are uh generating revenue just from watches so like you are raising money without spending money if you don't have the means to so you can check into that out on those i think there were a bunch of um actually like k-pop fans who were talking about (laughs) the best way to gain revenue for a video so like seek that out like it's like a weird thing where like you'll have to if you watch it don't skip ads watch the whole thing go watch two or three other videos in their entirety you can come back and continue gaining revenue for that video instead of streaming. there's tips there's there's ways out there to like work the system and to get funds back yeah. uh, into the Black Lives Matter movement and to, into these communities and to build funds to help support um, the people who are fighting the good fight. Yeah. All right, everybody. We're going to head out. Uh, actually, before one last thing before we leave. I just, it's, 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 it's a small thing, but I, I, it's important. Uh, and I just wanted to thank, um, thank Geek Outs for volunteering to be a mod for the duration of our charity streams because one of the things that we knew going into this is that there's a lot of ugly shit happening right now and people who are trying to help have be and try to do trying to do the right thing have in many cases become targets uh of various hate groups and so we need to be on our toes and looking out for this shit so thank you thank you so much geek outs and thank you, Amethyst Cat Lady, for stepping up. Both of you for stepping up uh, this week and helping plan stuff and you know with your ideas and stuff like that. So I just wanted I wanted to make sure that that did not go unacknowledged. So, um, all right, thank you for donating. Thank you if you're protesting. Thank you for donating other places and signing petitions. And thanks. <laughs> yeah. All right. Black everybody. Lives Matter. We love you. Good night, everybody. We will see you the next time you decide to come fundraise with us. I switched it up there. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) All right. Good night, everybody. Good night.